all this is by way of saying there goes the year in the neighborhood it's 10 o'clock in the evening ladies and gentlemen and we are two hours well actually one hour and 59 minutes away from the brand new year of 2023 but we're ringing out 2022 in the neighborhood way on Dave's Gone By with me Dave Lefkowitz and my and normally normally uh, I keep my balls hidden but here they are they're on my head I'm sharing them with you for the fun we have to look look at the expensive set <laughs> that we've come up with you uh, for you saying and and look at me I'm actually wearing not one but two ties so I am bespoke and I'm bespeaking to all of you for the next two and a half hours live December 31st 2022 the last day of this year our last of course program of the year of Dave's Gone By it's our 875th episode and we're calling it the Daverhood New Year as we always do hello 2023 I'm here I'm Dave Lefkowitz I'll be hosting the program and producing it helping me with all the lighting and the noises and the commandeering of potatoes and the helping of the guests my darling and adorable wife Joyce how are you Joyce good I have my five minutes honey huh yeah five minutes and, and it's gonna take me that long just to to say the guests who are gonna be it's on this program people. it's just it's what it's gonna be is almost like a um uh, like Grand Central in here. As it, is, it has been for the last That's couple of years that we've done I this. Count that many. It's more than 10, less than 50. But we've had so many friends of the neighborhood, and I've got some relatives too, who are just going to be stopping in, telling a story or two, or an anecdote of something fun that happened to them over you know the, the course of the year. Plus, um, and, and everybody's going to be staying for about 10, 5, 10 minutes, and then people coming in, coming out. And I'm liking it really to a fish tank. You sort of have like fish that come oh, to the front yeah. and then they kind of look at you and then they, they move off. You know, they sort of hang in the periphery and then they or move maybe away. Like, like lions at the zoo. Yeah, exactly Penguins that. Penguins at the zoo. Penguins maybe. at the zoo. Or maybe, I don't know, who goes like, maybe koala. Oh, I couldn't bear that. Except they're not really bears, they're marsupials, but who knows? Are they? Oh. I don't know. Anyway, joining us in the neighborhood over the next two hours or so will be, among others, Leslie Hoban Blake, mm. theater critic, Charlie Gross, who is also a theater critic, they do a show together, Iris Dorbian, a theater and business writer, Ronald Rand, who is an actor and a writer and an acting teacher as well, um, my mother-in-law, Rosemary Weil, yay, my mom, Brenda Lefkowitz, and playwright John Peelmeyer, and theater writer Robert Viagas, my old boss and co-worker. Sylvie Simmons, the musician, singer-songwriter, and rock writer. Adam Glass, my cousin. And the entertainer cabaret guy Ricky Ritzel will be here. And from our very first weeks on the program, um, Steve the Whistler Herbst, who will be whistling for us. My old, old friend Stephen Fish from the neighborhood. Moshe Denberg, he is a musician out in Canada. David Sheward, he is a theater critic, former president of the Drama Desk. And old friends also 
from theater circles, although they've moved on a long time ago from that. But David and Cheryl Pace, all the way from Utah, will be joining us. My aunt, Bonnie Pinkow, my aunt, Esther Brower, Eva Heinemann, also theater critic, our friends from Greeley, Colorado, Fred Cleaver and Wendy Hybe, and my oldest friend in the world, Ozer Teitelbaum. All that, possibly more, arguably less, here on Dave's Gone By. We're here from 10 o'clock until about 12.30 in the morning into the new year. And yes, wow. we have a countdown. We have a lit orb. Don't, don't uh, oversell it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to drop a ball. And let's be realistic. We got it. We got a discount on decoration at Michael's after the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> hey, last year we dropped a... <laughs> a potato. No, we, we, we dropped my deodorant roll. <laughs> We've got my deodorant wow, on we a really, stick. We really, uh, we're moving up. It was beautiful, yeah. So this is really, compared to that, Comparatively, this is this yeah. is like glass. This is, I'm, I'm, we're in our new house yeah. here in Maryland. Yeah. So we've got a little bit of space. We've got all this, these beautiful million-dollar curtains behind us. And, and oh, 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 and a real ring light. Mm. Whoa. Which is now really. Now that they don't have retinas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, we're going to the eye doctor next week. Isn't that fun? So, um, anyway. Before we do any more kooky, crazy stuff, let's bring on one of my favorite people in the universe. I'm going to share my screen because I want to bring on someone who was on the very first episode of Dave's Gone By. He is the founder and spiritual leader of Temple Sons of Bitches in Great Neck, New York. We usually say him towards the end of things, but I want to bring him on because he's giving a rabbinical reflection. Because he has nowhere else to go. <laughs> That's right. For the new he's year. He's actually homeless, I think. He's without a home. He, well, he's in Great Neck. He, nobody can afford the rent in Great Neck, least of all him. So here, um, let me just share screen and find him. How do I share him? Here it is. Good. Desktop one. I think okay, that'll work. I, check here. I hope that'll work. And, and here, in the neighborhood, with his rabbinical, come on, open up, there we go, with his rabbinical reflection for the new year, Rabbi Saul Solomon. Shalom, damn it! This is Rabbi Saul Solomon, founder and spiritual leader of Temple Sons of Bitches, with a rabbinical reflection for the end of the year 2022. Although it's dangerous to generalize, Unless you're a general, in which case it's even more dangerous. I will generalize and say that overall, this was a better year than the last two, which isn't saying much, of course. If you have lupus and get over it, and then you get painful bunions, well, bunions is better, but it doesn't mean you're jumping for joy. It can jump for joy because the bunions are killing you. But 2022 wasn't bad. It was like a painless bunion. It looked worse than it felt. So you went to the gas pumps, saw the price, and felt like you were back in 1979, only without the leisure suits. But high as prices got, with COVID and working from home, people still aren't driving or flying, therefore not using much gasoline anyway. Groceries do cost more, but couldn't our fat asses do with less junk food? Heck, by spending more for less, we're saving money on coronary bypass surgery. Not that the health insurance crisis has been solved, or the immigration crisis, or the mentally ill homeless crisis, or the mentally ill former president crisis, or any of the wonderful miseries that governments promise to solve 
try to hide, and then make worse. 2022 was the year that right-wing Bible-thumping bastards got their way. They overturned 50 years of settled law and made abortion a state-by-state crapshoot again. Because, for Republicans, a human being is priceless as soon as it has a heartbeat and worthless as soon as it's black or Hispanic. So, the unbiased, non-activist, 100% secular Supreme Court, half chosen by Donald Trump, suddenly decided to do God's work and force women to bring their oopsies to term. But wouldn't you know, voters in nearly every state sided with the women. Why? Because if you've ever been on an airplane with a crying infant, all you want to do is kill the fucking thing. And speaking of things that are short-lived, the GOP's victory lap barely lasted a season. When it came time for the midterm elections, their can't-miss red wave crested, peaked, and nearly turned blue. Yes, for the next two years, they can make it even harder for President Biden to remember what he was going to forget anyway. But they also can't stalemate his every initiative. Thanks to the Republicans' handmaid's tale approach to society, Democrats held on to the Senate tighter than Elon Musk clings to a bad idea. And speaking of bad ideas, 2022 was the year of the moron. From Kanye West repeating old cliches about Jews and money to Kyrie Irving becoming the latest sports figure who's angling for a second career as a black Israelite. As soon as basketball season ends, you'll see Irving outside a city bank in a long, colorful robe, and he'll be pointing to a drawing of a retarded lion with a Morgan David on its ass. Of course, not all black people this year were raving anti-Semites. Some were just needlessly violent, like Will Smith, who hauled off and smacked Chris Rock at the Oscars for making a joke about Jada Pinkett's haircut. I mean... Come on, it's not like he made fun of her pubes, which I have on good authority, are actually less stubbly than the chia seeds on her head. And before you get the wrong racist idea, there were plenty of horrible, violent white people this year too. We call them Russians. Before cancer and Hashem knows what else finally sends him to that big gulag in the sky, Vladimir Putin wanted to make Russia, Russia again. So he invaded Ukraine, which, to be honest, I always thought was Russia. But he invaded Ukraine and and expecting it would collapse faster than a crypto portfolio. Instead, Ukrainians held fast, bolstered by nothing more than heart, guts, faith, and $5 billion in American weaponry. I don't mind, because the president of the Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky, is not only a former TV comedian, but he's a yid. Who else would show up in Congress looking like he'd been jogging in Central Park? What, he couldn't go to Fishbines in Cedarhurst and rent a suit? Two pair of pants, free hemming. Of course, here at home, we still have our own problems with savagery. Some non-binary numbnuts shot up a gay nightclub in Colorado Springs. 
A white supremacist killed 10 blacks in a Buffalo supermarket. A Walmart manager shot down seven people in a store in Virginia. See, people think America is polarized and racially divided, but we have lunatics of all kinds murdering everybody. That's democracy. Still, in a good way, America has proved stubbornly resilient. The perpetrators of the Capitol riots are having their day in court and losing. Fringe candidates on both sides of the midterms learned that fringe looks great on policies, not so great on politicians. And when Facebook and Twitter got a little too nanny state with their censorship, users rebelled and went looking for new places to post their conspiracy theories, rants, and Sammy Hagar concert selfies. Elon Musk bought Twitter, fired half the workforce, and quickly realized, wow, I could have fired two-thirds of the workforce. I'm running a glorified blog here. But it would not be fair to close out this could-have-been-worse year without mentioning some of the worst things that did happen, the passings of notables in 2022. We start with a queen who died at 96, and Christine McVie, who was so much better than Stevie Nicks. We lost Luis and Bob from Sesame Street, and William Hurt, who hurt the women he beat. Angela Lansbury, our beloved Jessica Fletcher, and Louise Fletcher, whose nurse Ratched was a catcher. We lost Sidney Poitier, the epitome of class, and Olivia Newton-John, that fine piece of talent. Goodbye, Ronnie Spector, who sang so well, and I sure hope that Meatloaf is well out of hell. Bob Saget and Gallagher are pushing up daisies, as are Gilbert and Louie Anderson. God, stop taking our crazies! We celebrate these giants, their work and their lives, like Jerry Lee Lewis and his underage wives. We lost Ray Liotta, good fella and true, and cheers, Kirstie Alley, we're cheering for you. Peter Bogdanovich made his last picture show, and poor Aaron Carter's done his last line of blow. Ivan Reitman's directed his very last smash. Farewell, Sally Kellerman. Thanks for getting naked and mash. Madeleine Albright has sadly gone dark, and we won't hear Vin Scully call games from the park. And turning to Russia, our hearts are so heavy. Gorbachev, my budu squishat potebi. To these folks and more, we bid our adieus. But I wish only happiness for all of yous. May 2023 delight and please us without any wars or infectious disease us. And 12 months from now, may all of us say, compared to most years, that one was okay. This has been a rabbinical reflection from Rabbi Saul Solomon. Temple Sons of Bitches in Great Neck, New York. Happy Jew Year! Well, Happy Jew Year to you too, Rabbi Saul Solomon. So great to see you and so great to have him on the program. Uh, and we, as I said, we're expecting bunches and bunches of wonderful guests joining us on the show. Um, hope it, we should have our first guest lining up, but I'm not seeing them yet. Let me check my my telephone. Let's see what's happening. Um, hmm. I hope I'm on the... Oh, here we go. 
Uh, we're letting in our very first guest in the neighborhood, connecting to audio. Now, we're not going to see her uh, because she's been a little bit under the weather in the last couple of weeks. But we do have, I'm hoping audio-wise, got to unmute your mic, Leslie Hoban-Blake. Um, and we see her every week playing the Today Yesterday trivia quiz on Dave's Gone By. So she's there we there. are. Hi. Hello, Leslie. Hello, Dave. How are you, darling? To you. And at the same time, because this is going to be fun, I'm going to admit um, someone that Leslie and I have known for many, many years. Leslie and Charlie Gross co-host the TV program. Whoa, you really dressed for the occasion, Charlie. Look yes, he said he was going to wear a tux. and I'm not wearing anything, so there you are. <laughs> We're using our imaginations. Now, they co-host a show called Two on the Isle, which is all about theater reviews and a celebration of New York theater. First of all, also welcome, Charlie, and Happy New Year to you. How are you doing, both of you guys? Well, I don't see Charlie. I'm looking for Charlie. Oh, well, I'm here. Oh, there he is. Wow. Here. Okay. Now I see him. Wow. Okay. Well, Le Leslie and I are doing what Manhattanites normally do on New Year's Eve. We are staying as far away from Times Square as we can. <laughs> Makes sense, mate. Have you ever? It's done only three blocks from my house, you know. It's only three blocks away. So I'm on Forty Second and Twelfth. Well, if there's millions of people, Leslie, do you, do they swarm out past? Like, do you see them in the streets near you? I'm on the river. I, unless they're taking the ferry to go back to New Jersey, I don't see them at all. Got it. Have either of you ever done the Times Square uh, ball drop thing? Did it no. twice. I did it twice. One yeah. year I was working. Remember, I think I said this on the show before. I was working New Year's Eve at a hotel um, and acting. We had an acting, uh, a marathon of plays at uh, the Hotel Quaig on 46th. And we had to bring a mattress for the show through the, through the crowds to get to the hotel because the side streets were closed. So we couldn't go on the side street. So it was, excuse me, excuse me, mattress coming through. Excuse me, excuse me. And people thought you were just you know, going to watch the ball drop in the most comfortable position ever. And it was like it was it, it was 1984, I think. So it was really it was not what it is now. I mean, it was a lot of people, but it wasn't what it is now. You know? Now, Charlie, what is your favorite New Year's Eve or New Year's Day memory? Like the, the most fun or or meaningful New Year's you've ever had? That's a, that's a good question. Thank you. Um, you know. I used to, ha I have a friend in Staten Island and he had oh, a house. Have to. Yeah. And this is when, you know, most of us were in our Strata apartments. He was all, he had already graduated to a house and he'd invite us over there and we'd, we'd get together and we had fun, you know, we'd celebrate. And most of us would stay the night because you really don't want to be driving uh, in New, New Year's Eve. It's the, uh, you know, you're a little uh, afraid of people being intoxicated and on the road. And one year, we had a mutual friend. He gave me a video camera and said, come downstairs. And we went down to the basement and we did this video. And this video was his proposal. Oh, um, that's girlfriend. sweet. Yeah. So we yeah I thought this was going in a cold direction in a very sick way. But no, no, oh, oh, no, mazel tov. That's, that's lovely. No, no time to edit. And then we went upstairs. We yeah. put the cassette in the VCR. Oh, that's so cute. Watching it. And we're all, you know... And only a few of us know what's going to happen. Only the ones of us who had done the video knew what was going to happen. And yeah. there he he proposes to her on TV, even though he's standing right. And she said yes. Why did he need the rest of you to be the, in in the video? 
Well, part part of the video was, as he wrote it, was he was celebrating with a party with with the host, and they, he was discussing. Oh it, oh, it had a plot. It wasn't just that I see. Okay, yes, there was a story. It, okay, forget it. All yeah. right. Do you want to hear mine? My um, mother was extremely strict. I went to an all girls high school. I was not allowed to date till I was sixteen. Literally, I was not allowed to date. I did go to my senior prom at, uh, from high school, which was, um, I had just turned six. I was about to turn 16. So no, I don't know. I think, it, I don't know. It was in that same year, but anyway, and I went with the, I went with a football player from Columbia. So I was very happy. Um, who was, a, who was an old friend from, from grammar school. But, but when I got to college and there were men slash boys around or boys slash men, whichever, um, I went bananas and I, you know, I was so happy. And I was a very pretty girl. I didn't realize I was, but I was. And I had a lot of, you know, there were a lot of bees buzzing around. So I got one the- time. One, I went to one, my first real New Year's Eve party was my best New Year's Eve party. Problem is I got drunk out of my mind because I, de- I also wasn't allowed to drink and I drank. And I seem to remember coming home and, and, and throwing up in the bushes. I mean, I, I, it was a terrible, but the party itself was charming. Most of my New Year's Eves were dreadful and are still to this day, including tonight. Oh, well, we, we're not making your nothing, New Year's Nothing wonderful. about you guys. I want to take two seconds to do a, a, a PSA for the shingles virus, uh, for the shingles vaccine, rather. <laughs> I, I am not on camera because I have shingles. I have had shingles for four and a half weeks. It is a dreadful scourge from God. And if you haven't gotten the shingles virus, whoever out there is watching, please get the proper shingles virus. I had an older version and it wasn't good. I would, and if you've ever had chicken pox, you're liable to get it. So, you know. Yeah, see, I've, I've had the aluminum siding virus and it's really not bad. It's just, it's. Uh, <laughs> somebody said to me, he, somebody said to me, hey, don't worry about the shingles. It's only bad when you get the roof. Boom, boom. Now, let me ask you, before we have our next guests coming in, because we're really, literally, we blocked it so that everybody gets essentially five minutes to them. Terrific. So we're hear- getting 10 together, right? Okay. Right. So Charlie, though, um, and, and Leslie, like, favorite show, because you guys are theater critics, and you do okay. on the aisle on Manhattan Neighborhood so Network. You are just the favorite show, period? Yeah, favorite play and favorite musical. How about that? Okay, real quick. You want Charlie to start? You want me to start? Yeah, Charlie, let Charlie say something, yeah. Okay, well... I, I would, you know, it, it, it's really hard to boil it down, but if I were to, I, I would say the revival of How I Learned to Drive, which had the original cast, Mary Louise Parker and David Morse, 20 years ago. And, you know, since the, this play, this is about a teenager who's basically being sexually abused by her uncle, who at the same time is teaching her how to drive. And I, I think over the last 20 years, we have become certainly more aware of the problem, of the issue. But the play still packed such an amazing impact, and the performances were just so spot on that I think it may have even had a greater impact uh, than than it had uh, originally, at least for me. For me, uh, musicals—that's a little hard. Um, I certainly liked uh, Mr. Saturday Night with Billy Crystal, but I think I, I might go with Some Like It Hot. Uh, this is based on the Billy Wilder film. And unfortunately, it trips over its wokeness a little once too often. But, <laughs> but with the exception of Adriana Hicks, who's 
replace the Marilyn Monroe sugar with less spice than she than it needs. Uh, the cast is amazing, and uh, Casey Nicola, who's the director choreographer, has this chase scene in the second act that you, I think you'd have to go back to Jerry Robbins' Keystone Cops Ballet in high wow. button find anything like it. It's the best bit of choreography I've seen in some time. See, sadly, I missed so much theater this year because of illness. Um, and you've gone back to one, you took one play from the beginning of the year and you took one play from now. Both of my plays are from now because I've seen more uh, October, November plays than, you know, than anything else. But I have to say that A Man of No Importance, which was off-Broadway, which I found absolutely charming. Jo John Doyle's finale at the classic theater at the classic stage company and it starred jim parsons in the role that roger reese originated and it's the story of a, of a of a closeted gay bus driver in dublin in 1964 who's who's got a thing for his his his, his coin collector his ticket collector on the bus uh his name robbie played by aj shively and what what doyle has done is to set the play in the amateur theater company that that uh, um, Alfie has started to do the plays of Oscar Wilde. So it's perfect because it's a ragtag band doing a ragtag uh, show, but it isn't, it's a perfectly timed show. And Mayor Winningham, Mary Beth Peel and Tom Sesma are wonderful veteran actors. And to see them doing these, you know, this kind of thing where everybody plays six different roles is just wonderful. Um, the, it, it, it's a tribute, I think, to the late Terence McNally who wrote the, the, the book and 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 was and was not any, able to see this particular production, but I just found it to be so delightful and it just opened up the play so much for me. I, I don't, didn't like it half as I didn't like the original at Lincoln Center half as much as this lovely little vest pocket version, as they say. Well, cool. Well, Leslie, I'm I'm gonna stop you there for the moment because we have another guest in the neighborhood, another theater, or well, she she was a theater person for many years. Now she's a business person. Now she makes real money writing. Now she has an actual job, job writing about people who make real actual, you know, dollars and cents. Her name is Iris Dorbian. And uh, Iris and I go back, God, probably about 20 something years as well. Iris, how are you? Let me show you, are you unmuted as well. So first of all, how was your 2022? Um, it was a mixed bag. Um, I'm the I'm the I'm the I'm the uh, the unseen voice. I'm sorry, it's Leslie Hoban Blake. <laughs> I so, agree with you, Iris. Leslie, I was laughing. <laughs> why mixed, Iris? Okay, well, I mean, there were some good things that happened to me professionally. Some really nice things. However, on a personal level. There were a lot of people I know who either died oh, or 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 people who like even today, um, like my hairdresser, whose her husband died a week ago. I mean, just people who I really like, you know, if 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 they didn't go this year, then mm -hmm. it was somebody very beloved to them. Mm -hmm. So that just that just really cast a pall over this year. It really made it very sad. Oh, Lauren Yarger lost her husband la uh, last week on Christmas. Who did? Lauren Yarger. Lauren. We don't Yarger. know who that is. From the Drama yeah, Desk. The and, and from the Drama Desk and OCC, Cedar Critic. Cool. Uh, well, the Nazi so. died, so <laughs> there's still... <laughs> <laughs> 
But um, so Iris, but uh, did you go, did you, I know you love to travel and you've been doing some traveling. Did you go anywhere in 2022? I went to Costa Rica. Um, And yeah, I, um, I went to Costa Rica in June and it's funny because I loved that trip and yet it was just in June. It just feels like it happened about 20 years ago. (laughs) Um, It was great. Um, it, it, It was it was in the beginning of the the rain season, so it didn't rain like practically every day, but not the entire day. But it did, you know, rain every day. And I brought like I had my I brought rain sneakers, which were great. And I had like and I and I brought like my insect repellent. They said they said to bring that. But anyway, um, so Iris, lots you're of so wild- you're, you're talking about a trip to Costa Rica. <laughs> you'll, you'll get to this exotic locale. Oh, I brought the insect repellent. I had the sneakers, and they were just right. They kept the rain out. They were beautiful. By the way, but. I want to hear a little bit more from Iris, but um, Leslie and Charlie, I've got to let you guys go, but wish you both a most happy and healthy, uh, certainly Leslie healthy, but both of you healthy. Do you have any quick um, uh, shout outs to people that you want to say a happy new year to? No, I want to know if Iris did the skyline or not. Did you do the skyline? Oh, no, I I didn't do that. Um, I was on a travel group and there were a few people who did that. I didn't do it and I'm glad I didn't because it was raining torrentially oh, when they oh, were doing oh, I that. See. And, yeah, I see your point. And, they, yeah. and they told me that um, the people who did that told me that they were in fear of their life. I would so, imagine. I'm, yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. Well, it was nice to see you again, Iris. We've done the trivia thing together, I believe. Um, yes, yes, it, yes. Good. Yeah, good to hear you, Leslie. Yes, I know. I know, darling. I, I, I am. I just. I'm in the fifth week, a fourth and a half week of a case of shingles. I am not fit to be seen by. <gasps> Man, oh beast. my god, I know. Oh, I'm so I know. sorry. Thank you. No, it's okay. That's why I'm that's why I'm an absentee voter. Yeah, after sure. the show, she's going off to a shingles bar. So. I am, I am. I'm going to a shingles bar. Very <laughs> well, I'm going to let you go. Hardy, har, har. Take, I, kiss, I am blowing kisses you can't see. Blowing them okay. right back at you. Bye, Happy New Year. Year. And Charlie, wait before you go. Any shout outs to your family? Any Anybody you want to uh, say hi to? You are well. Uh, to my good friend Jeff Goodman, who uh, joined me on Two on the Isle. Uh, we taped a few shows this week. Uh, he came all the way from Vegas to help out. And so we'll be airing those shows uh, shortly. Uh, to your lovely wife, David. And my wife's not David. Her name is Joyce, not David, by the way. Just that, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and basically, one trend I hope we'll see less of is sick actors, because I've, you know, practically. Every show I've been to this year, there was a major lead or supporting player who was out that night, which, it, you you know, before COVID, if there was, if I saw one understudy a year, that was a lot. So yeah. I'm hoping that's a trend that we will not see in 2023. Here, here. And I hope to see you, Charlie, in 2020. Certainly everybody watch Charlie and Leslie on two on the aisle. Most happy New Year to your family. Thank Most you. Our, our goal this year is, is 1,000 subscribers. So we're hoping. Okay. Bye, Charlie. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, man. Bye-bye. And, oh, my God. Oh, talk about doing it up for the New Year. That, Lord Almighty, you got one mute, though. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. This is our glasses. Put on your glasses. There we go. Hey, Happy New Year, Dave. (laughs) Yeah, put these on as well. Here we go. There we go. (laughs) This is by the uh, Iris. Do you recognize? You probably know this man. His name is Ronald Rand. He is (laughs) the creator of, um, oh my God, the newspaper. It's the soul of the American actor. 
Yes. He's also done um, in many countries and many places his one-man show about Harold Clerman. And <laughs> tell about your, your latest book, Solo Transformations on Stage, please. Just remind everybody about that book. Well, I'm, I'm so blessed. Uh, it just came out. It's a brand new book uh, called Solo Transformation on Stage, an Organic Process into the Art of Transformation. And it really allows people uh, a real insight and a view into how to create your own solo show. And I've been touring uh, the world for the past uh, 23 years in my own solo show as Harold Clerman. It's called Let It Be Art. And, uh, and I've been very blessed because I've been to 26 countries with the show. And uh, so far, it's been going great. And uh, on top of it, I just got uh, awarded a second uh, Fulbright uh, from the U.S. State Department. Uh, so uh, now uh, I'm in uh, serious discussions to be going to Turkey. Uh, in 2023. And I'm also uh, talking to another professor about going to Thailand uh, in 2023. So it's been a very exciting time. Right You'll now. Probably tomorrow I'll be going to, to some roast turkey. So that <laughs> But let me ask you, uh, by the way, you I don't know, do you know Iris Storbian? Iris is a theater writer. She's written a book by the way. She's written a couple of books. What you you did one about the great producers of the theater, Iris, and then you did one uh, about most recently was it the prison children one or what was it the one? <laughs> it was um, <laughs> um no, um I wrote a book when I was editor of Stage Directions. I um I wrote a book called Great Producers Visionaries of the American Theater and that came oh. out oh long time ago 2008 and the book my most recent book was a novel it was a young adult um novel um called Sentence to Shakespeare and this was inspired by the real life of Shakespeare in the courts program in the Berkshires in mm -hmm. which juvenile offenders are sentenced to take a Shakespeare workshop up as a condition of their probation and if they fail they they might be um they may be incarcerated oh boy wow so yeah so um so, well it just is i i had to look over and I'm, I'm completely off the off script here but uh, ronald let me ask you what was your favorite thing that happened this past year was it what? traveling with your show was it what was it well, I was very fortunate not only to have a, an incredible a book event at the Drama Bookshop for solo transformation on stage, but I also went to Iceland uh, for over a week and I got to do my show uh, and perform Let It Be Art at the uh, Act Alone International Theatre Festival, all the way at the very, very tip of Iceland and Studerea. And uh, I also got to spend time in Reykjavik and it's such a beautiful country. Uh, Runa Gabranson, a very important and influential uh, experimental theater director, took me on this incredible tour. So being in Iceland and getting to know the wonderful people and doing my workshop, The Art of Transformation at the, at the festival, it was just a, a thrill of a lifetime. And they always taught us in school that Iceland is warmer than Greenland, that Greenland is colder. How was the weather in Iceland? Was it icy? Actually, it was really, really um, uh, windy and cold. And then all of a sudden the sun comes out. So you never know what to expect. But uh, I got to go all the way out into the country. Um, I, and when I went to uh, Sudorea, I went out to the fjords and it was gorgeous, gorgeous weather. One would think it would be much colder out there where all the ice was at the top of the peaks. But actually, um, for some reason, it was very mild. It was very green and it was very beautiful. So 
what can I tell you? It was it was like a paradise. Well, you know, it's funny. My mom drives a Fjord, but but I stick with my Subaru, quite honestly. Anyway, <laughs> by the way, you you, you gave up. I'm sorry. My, my wife is groaning in the other room. But, you know, <laughs> you gave a great lead in there about the sun coming out tomorrow and musicals. And if yeah. you want to talk to a guy who knows a few things about musicals, here's a fella who's written a book about the Fantastics. He's also written, I believe, about A Chorus Line with Bayork Lee. And, and uh, this fellow, by the way, is named Robert Viagas. He used to run Playbill.com. Uh, he was my boss for a while. And then, then, then we we're just co-workers. And now, longtime friends. Hello, Robert Viagas. How are you? Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. No, okay, Robert, let me introduce. Iris Dorbian up in the corner and Ronald Rand. He published Publishes, The Soul of the American Actor newspaper oh, that I know you know a about. Pleasure, a pleasure. Nice to so, see you. Hello. Let me ask you, as as I lose most of your body and just have your head and chin. There we go. <laughs> I'm sitting here with Audrey Three, by the way. Oh, you know why? Because Robert was doing a lot of gallivanting on the Facebook. I saw he was gallivanting. You were gallivanting. Where were you gallivanting, Robert? He was gallivanting. You're Sir Gallivant. But but tell me, Robert. Yes, sir. I'll go, let me go theatrical. What was your favorite show on Broadway or off Broadway this year? I, I have to say, I, I, I'm kind of a, a little bit embarrassed about this because it's such an old fashioned show, but I really loved um, uh, uh, Some Like It Hot. I just loved that show. Uh, and I wish that it had been more, don't forget last couple of years, we've seen some amazing experimental shows between Hamilton and Hadestown and all sorts of the wonderful shows, uh, Strange Loop. Um, to turn around and say, like, the most fun that I had at a show was at uh, Some Like It Hot. I, I guess I'm a little embarrassed, but I'm also not wonderful Broadway talent. Everybody in the show is wonderful. Uh, the, the, the writing is terrific. The songs are terrific. The dancing is terrific. And they've really found a way to make it contemporary. Uh, there have been a bunch of shows about adapted from films where the main actor uh, is in drag. I mean, there was... Um, there was uh, Tootsie, right, there right. was uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, and now they have this show where they got two guys in drag. And uh, they really, this was really the first show that really figured out how to make it seem like a 2022 story and not a 1957 story. Well, it's interesting because you're mentioning this just about 10 minutes ago, we had my old friend Charles Gross on. He's a critic. Mm -hmm. He does two on the aisle. And his favorite musical was um, some like it hot. Also, he felt it was a little bit too woke. We didn't really have time to get into why or what or what what about it made him cringe a little and go like, "Oh, come on!" But you you didn't find it. You thought the update oh. was was great, right? No, we, I mean, look at that. We're living in the twenty twenties. Um, you know, you you have to you have to write something that is that is uh, significant to the time in which you live. And I think they really did a wonderful job of it. Um, you know, they were working from this, uh, this uh, universally loved script and you'd think that they would be like, oh, we're not gonna touch the script. You know, the script is like a uh, holy writ, but they, they respected the strip, uh, the script, the original script. And, but they, they found a way to contemporize it without you know, wedging it into the story. It seemed very naturally to flow from the story. I mean, one of the guys, you know, he is, uh, you know, he's a straight guy and he enjoys being a straight guy. The other guy, he realizes that 
you know, he puts on this outfit just to kind of save his life, but it puts on drag to kind of save his life. And it's a disguise. But after a while, he realizes that he isn't now wearing something that is a, um, a disguise anymore. He's re- he's revealing who he really is. Hmm. And that was just, what a terrific approach to that character. And it fits into the story just beautifully. Okay. By the way, uh, Iris, um, do you have any, la- any resolutions or any, any uh, shout outs? Cause I gotta let you go to let somebody else into the neighborhood. So oh, okay. um, any, um, I any just, shout-outs? I just, I mean, the only thing is that I just hope 2023 is um, is an improvement over 2022. <laughs> that, that's all, you know, th- that's it, you know, and um, I, I hope uh, less people I know um, and less people other people know get sick and die. And die, yeah. That, <laughs> just, yeah just put that on hold. Thing, yeah. Well, put that on hold for a while. Iris, I hope you are perfectly healthy and have a wonderful, wonderful year. We'll be talking soon. Got to let you go from the day, but most happy and healthy New Year. You too. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. (laughs) Now, Ryan, I'm going to keep you here for a little bit, but I need to admit another guest in the neighborhood. Um, Uh And and so um, let me ask you, Robert Viagas, what was, besides theater, what was your favorite thing that happened this past year? Well, Ron will understand this. Uh, I think my favorite thing that happened this year is I have been collecting theater ghost stories for 20 some years. And I do these lectures at libraries where I talk about, I tell the ghost stories and uh, I I tell the kind of theater history that goes along with it. And afterward, people would come up to me and say, do you have a book? And I kept having to say, (laughs) no, I'm sure you don't have a book. But I changed... um, Agents and my new agent sold my book, and it's called uh, um, "Good Morning Olive," which is a reference to Olive Thomas, the ghost who haunts the New Amsterdam theater. Uh, and people who work there have to say good morning to her when they come in, or else stuff happens to them. They, they have a very, very active ghost at that theater. So this is a, a project that has been a project of the heart really for for two decades and I just was so when I opened up that box and I pulled those books out that book that I imagined for so many years I was just flying so I would have to say that that's that was the best thing that happened to me how can people get it's Robert Biagas's book Good Morning Olive available where or how you Amazon all bookstores but also I mean amazon.com you can order it from any place that uh, that sells books or orders books you can order from Barnes and Noble etc etc it's also available in audiobook uh, although you can't get a, a, um, CDs I was very brokenhearted about that but you can download it I mean a lot of people <laughs> that should be appropriate if it were on 78s like victrolas and and things like that that's right that's right there's uh i have a a wax tube that uh that you can cry by the way (laughs) speaking of writing i I don't want to leave out our next guest in the don't go away uh robert uh, but i won't have to let you go in a minute or two but i do want to introduce uh a friend of the neighborhood speaking of writing speaking of broadway john peelmeyer author of Agnes and a couple of other plays as well. Yeah. And a lot of stuff for television as well. So John, welcome back to the neighborhood. How was your year? Oh, oh, uh, John, John, John. uh, Friggin' genius. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Is this better? Can you hear me now? There you go. 
Okay, great. Uh, how was my year? I guess it was okay. I had some wonderful journeys that I took, uh, and that was terrific. Um, you mean you know, physical travel journeys, you mean? Travel, actual physical travel journeys, which I love to do and have been not able to do for the last couple of years. So that was wonderful. Uh, uh, th th those are probably the highlights of the year. And well, we're, we're pick what was well. We went. My wife and I went to. We spent a week in a lovely week in Iceland, driving around the. Uh, oh. Ronald Rand. I don't know if you know Ronald. Ronald. Yes. 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 I've interviewed John from my newspaper. He was just there. Yeah, I just was in Iceland too myself, all the way to Sudorea to be part of the Act Alone International Theater Festival. And then oh, I spent wow. four or five days in Reykjavik. So I was there also. It's a wonderful country and a lovely place. We, oh, we were the, there last June. We were there at the summer solstice and, and yeah. uh, did the circle tour of the, of the whole island of the country. It was phenomenal. And the people are really, really lovely, oh, it's, I have to say. It's uh, just a wonderful place. Yeah. Now, let me ask you, um, since we're all, actually everyone here is a writer who's talking here. So what did you write this year? What was on TV? What, what did you, scripts did you Nothing see? was on TV. I didn't have anything on TV this year. Um, yeah. I've been doing a lot. Of, I've been sort of doing a lot of, um, I wrote a new a sort of novella. I've been doing a lot of prose writing lately. And I've been sort of, uh, I, I've been rewriting some longer novels and doing a lot of rewriting and have written a, a theatrically I've written and uh, I wrote a few more I have some comic comedy sketches that I have put together and uh and have performed them and written a few new ones of those that a friend of mine a partner of mine and I performed together and uh and I have a new a new play that I've been working on so you know, lots of Lots of things. Uh, can I ask you? Can, in the office, I'm really curious about this because you know this is not the 1950s. It's not like you're a playwright. You have an agent, and it just you know goes to some Broadway theater. Or yeah, film theater. Yeah. What do you do with a new play that you? I written? have no idea. Please tell me. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard. A, a director friend of mine said that it's really hard for writers now, really, to just send out scripts and say to a theater, say, "Please read my script." They won't do it. That theater often needs to have a push by someone other than the writer, a director or an actor that they work with or an actor that they know who, who will say to them, well, you need to read this script. Even, right? so even an agent um, is not, yeah. wow. It's, hard. it's really hard. Well, I have to tell you, it was very interesting uh, this past year because I, I finished, it took only 10 years, but I finished the libretto for my opera about Henrik Gibson. Uh, Ibsen, it's the first uh, opera ever written about Ibsen. And I did a lot of emailing to a lot of uh, conductors and to a lot of artistic directors. And I never stopped until finally one actually said, yes, I will read it. And it happened to be one of the finest opera houses in the country. So wow. you just persevere. You just you know? have to persevere, you're right. Yeah, exactly. Well. Uh, we have to per persevere with the show, so 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 Ronald, I'm going to let you go just so we can keep okay. the link. But Ronald, uh, what a great friend you've been in the day, it's so great Thank to have you. you on the Today Yesterday quizzes. Thank uh, you. Happiness, good good stuff with the opera, good stuff keeping doing the Harold Clerman play. Thank you. See you. I so appreciate it. And before I go, oh, um, I, I I stayed up all night uh, last night trying to figure out where the sun was, and then it dawned on me. 
Oh, oh, oh. Before you told me. Thank you. Thank you, Ronald. You. Thank right. you. Thank you. Ronald Happy Randy. Yeah, bye -bye. All right. Nice to see you both. Take care. Have a great one. Bye, bye, Ronald. Bye, you bye, guys bye. stick around just for a little bit because I'm, I'm going to talk to both of you and, and uh, Robert Viagas as well. So is there a show that you're specifically looking forward to uh, in either the spring or next coming fall? on Broadway? Is there something that you're like, oh, I want to see that? Oh, there's, you know, there's so many shows that are, that are coming up that, that are interesting me. Um, it, one thing that I'm so surprised about, everybody was saying to me, oh, you know, Broadway's going to take a couple of years to crank up to get uh, the, the level of production that it was before. And that turned out not to be the case. There is just, there's just a mob of shows that have been done uh, a lot of shows are now closing in, in January. Uh, some of them because- That's always the case though. That's what I was about to say. That some of them are ending uh, limited runs and you know some of them have, have had healthy runs and it's just that their time has, has come. And there's, you know, there's only 40 some theaters on Broadway. And if you want to have a new season, older shows have to close. I mean, Phantom is closing, et cetera. So I'm really interested. You know, I just love- so many different kinds of theater. I'm really looking forward to all the things that are coming in. Although, you know, there have been a lot of revivals of, of uh, Sweeney Todd, and I'm sure there are some people out there going, what, we're gonna see Sweeney Todd again? But I really think Anna Lee Ashford is, is just a wonderful actress. And I think she's gonna be a terrific uh, Mrs. Lovett. And Josh Groban has a wonderful voice. We'll see what he can do uh, theatrically. I do have his Broadway album show, so he has shown that he can handle Sondheim. There's no question about it. Um, I'm curious to see what they're going to do uh, to it that's going to be different from the many, many others. And then there's going to be um, uh, the Merrily We Roll Along that's done so well off-Broadway. I'm interested in seeing that. But you know, I'm, I'm very interested in seeing what some of these young writers, um, Michael, uh, not Michael Jackson, the, the singer, but Michael Jackson, who wrote... Michael um, Jackson, the uh, yeah. right? right, Strange Loop. He has another show on deck that's going to be opening off Broadway this spring. And although I have to say that a Strange Loop was not my favorite show of the year, he just had a wonderful voice. He had just a wonderful playwriting voice. And I am so interested to see what his sophomore effort is going to be. So those are some of the things that that I'm looking forward to. It's Broadway, off-Broadway. Um, and, you know, the the... The national touring scene has, has reawakened, like like Sleeping Beauty was kissed by Prince Charming, and boom, they've all. They, we thought it was going to take years for the those uh, the the, uh, the road to come back, and it has come roaring back already. So, um, well, it's people like you and your enthusiasm, and you're continuing to write and speak and and do podcasts about the theater that help it boom. You know that that you care about it and love it and write about it so well. Robert Viagas, everybody get his book, Good Morning Olive, about ghost stories in the American theater, and his older books about the Fantastics, about uh, Chorus Lying. Am I missing it? Well, you did one of the yeah, I've, I've had written, I've published 21 books about theater, and I have another one coming in June. And this one is, the, I, I'm sorry, I don't want this to sound like a commercial, but I'm so ex excited about it. It's another one that has been percolating for years. They've written histories of theaters and histories of writers and histories of directors, but they've never written a history of the most important collaborator of all, and that is the audience. 
audience has had this incredibly rich history down through the years and it's changed and what they want and what they think is funny and what they think is horrible and what they think is offensive and what they think is hilarious has changed so much over the years. And so it's called Right This Way, A History of the Audience. And that's coming out in June. And I'm really looking forward to, to seeing that out. Well, I, I hope chapter one is about that woman at uh, Death of a Salesman. <laughs> I mentioned death. I mentioned the original opening night of Death of a Salesman um, when the audience was so stunned at the end of the show they didn't applaud, and everybody thought the show was a flop because nobody applauded, and it was because they were so stunned by what they had just seen. Uh, it's. It's. I, I have a wonderful story. Uh, of, I've gone actually into the National Archives and I found. Uh, accounts by people who were in the audience the night Lincoln was assassinated and what it was like seeing him come in and, you know, the, the Civil War had ended like four days before that Appomattox had been earlier that same week. That was that was like Monday and this was Friday. Uh, and he and they were so happy to hear him laughing at the jokes like it did them. Right. Exactly. That's exactly. The, and you're just like, oh, no, can you just keep laughing? Well, aside from that, Mrs. Lincoln did enjoy the play. But you know. I mean, that's right. He actually died laughing. He died they because oh. yes, because Booth knew the this because it was a very popular show, our American cousin, and he knew exactly where the laughs were, and he was hoping for the, the biggest laugh in the show to, to you know to uh, cover up the sound of the gunshot, and so Lincoln was in the midst of laughing when when that gun went off. And the people in the audience watching watching this and seeing how they react to it, one of the guys says that he jumped up out of his seat and tried to chase John Wilkes Booth across the stage. But of course, Booth knew the backstage area better than he did. He said he got away, but I got the scoundrel's hat. Oh, that's what's <laughs> going on your right there. Robert Viagas, these are reasons we have to buy his books. It's so great to see you. Happy, happy, happy and healthy Thank you. And yeah, you as well, my friend, and to all, all of us, and wonderful John Peelmeyer. And uh, Becca, I'm going to hang on and, and watch from the wings and, and see what you have to say. Oh, I hope you watch the whole show, Robert, just because just you are, you're not going to it. But yeah, you go. Well, that's what I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I'm interested. I'm drawn in. I want to hear what they have to say. Well, that's wonderful. And Robert, it's, it's so fantastic hearing you talk. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. Happy Thank New you. Year. Wow. Have a great 23. Let's all hope it's better than 22. Here's, here's. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Um, we're here with John Peelmeyer and um, uh, Becca. Sorry to keep you waiting in the wings like that. But oh, welcome, boy. Welcome Becca Kidwell, uh, cabaret artist. So, Becca, you look great. How was your 2022? Um, it was really busy. Very busy. Um, I performed three shows um, multiple times, um, and I did... I recorded two singles. I wrote and recorded two singles. So what, what were they? What were the names? Um, the one song was called Together Inside, which was the title of my show that I did four performances of this year. And that was about um, being uh, frustrated about how we were actually more intimate when we were uh, oh. talking to each other over Zoom versus um now that we're out in public again and not in lockdown. Um, the, the other song was a Christmas song um, and it's called Cause, it, Cause It's Christmas Time. And I wrote it because pretty much I was listening to Christmas songs last year and we were just getting ready to go into the second lockdown. And I was just like, 
these songs are just way too cheerful. And I was like, I want to write a Christmas song that's more realistic. I still have it. It still has hope in it, but it's, but it's more realistic. It's not just everything's wonderful. I'm while we're going into, we were going into our second lockdown last year and, and I got Omicron at the beginning of 2021. So, I mean, we were going into lockdown, so it's not like I had anything better to do than to get sick at the time. So now, John Pielmeyer, I, uh, and before we also bring in our, our musical guest, Sylvie Simmons, into the neighborhood as well. She's a, she's a wonderful friend. Um, but, but, John, let me ask you, what are you looking forward to most in the year ahead? Boy, um, well, Agnes of God is under option for a Broadway revival, so Ooh. we don't know when that's going to happen. Possibly next fall, possibly the spring of 24. We're, we don't know that yet. And Andrew Agnes? Or God, I can be either one. Either one. I'm happy, <laughs> yeah. I'm happy for either to appear, and um, and I my adaptation of The Exorcist is about to be optioned for Broadway. So, oh my gosh! Wow. I don't know when that would happen, but um, so those are certainly two things I'm looking forward to. I, yeah, well, absolutely. Well, I, I hope they both come to wonderful fruition. I do have to let you go because we're, we're sort of cycling people as, as best we can. But it is, it is so good to have you in the neighborhood. I hope you'll have the time to come play our quiz again. Love uh, that. It'll be great. Uh, success in your writing, health, all good things to you and yours. Thank you, John Pielmeyer, for being you. in the neighborhood. Happy New Year to us all. Happy New Year, my man. Thank you. Thank you, man. Okay, so, Becca... Um, tell us a little more. What are you hoping for? You've been telling us about your um, prior, you know, this past year. What are you hoping for next year? Um, well, actually, I'm going to take a little time to write a new show, and I'm hoping to write some new songs for it as well. But it's going to be about me living with complex post-traumatic stress disorder, just cheerful oh. stuff for the new year to talk about. Yeah, right now. <laughs> um, so I wanted to take my time. And so it's not coming out until the fall. Was it now this wasn't stress from Omicron. This was stress from some other whatever. Uh, no, th- th- this was from growing up. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to, you know, it's new year's. We don't yeah. have to, today. but you're, yeah. you're, you're getting over it. You're getting better. I'm hoping. Um, well, I, I live with it and I've gotten a lot better than I am. And, and I'm thriving now, so, and that's part of it is that I am thriving. And wait, you don't live in New York City, do you? I live in Jersey City. Okay, I was wondering. You, of all places to drive, you, the, the last place you have to drive is New York, but Jersey. I said, I said, I'm thriving, not driving. Oh, thr- oh sorry, thriving. I thought you meant beep beep. No, my, my fault. No, I'm, I am not. I'm never driving again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame you. Um, speaking of driving into the lane right now, though, we have our musical friend, Sylvie Simmons. Which she's not going to go on camera, but she is. Uh, Sylvie, are you there? Can we hear you? Hey, Dave, can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you wonderfully. How are you, Sylvie? Well, absolutely. I can't say the word on the radio, but it comes out of the back of a dog when they're eating too much. Oh. I feel oh, like please do that. <laughs> Are you, do you have a, a COVID or why are you feeling? Uh... No, I had a big tooth pulled out and then it got infected. So I can't drink tonight because I'm on antibiotics. But you've also brought up the great stress. You didn't. Your lovely guest did on um, The Exorcist. It reminded me of seeing The Exorcist when I was in my teens. And I went with this boyfriend 
And just before that part of the end, if you ever saw that movie where the, the exorcism is done, you know, the really nasty stuff, not the kind of just the general sort of crucifixes and goo. He got so upset, he kind of ran out of the film. And oh. I thought, well, you know, I want to kind of watch the end of the film. I've got to go out and take care of the boyfriend, I guess, who was sitting in the curb, you know, sort of <laughs> very, very unhappy. And so I came up with this instant bluff. Bluff has been very good in my life. And my bluff was, well, I have to go back in to find out because otherwise, you know, it won't be resolved and I won't be able to resolve this terrible thing that's going on. It was a complete mess of teenage lives. And the next day when I saw him, he came over with a Ouija board, but that's another story. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, that doesn't sound wise for him. <laughs> but, but I should. I I really, with my soul mouth swollen up. Forgive me for not properly introducing uh, Sylvie Simmons, but she uh, spent many years and is still a rock and roll writer. She writes about rock and music and the artists who make it. She's written the definitive book at this point, the biography of Leonard Cohen. But more importantly, over the past couple of years, she's got albums out. She, on ukulele and other instruments, she's been writing songs and singing them. And so, so Sylvia, what is your latest um, record? Oh. My youth is here, but singing would be almost impossible. No, it's fine. It's totally fine. And um, let me just uh, admit one more person. So, but um, are you working on a new recording, Sylvie? I've written a bunch of songs, but life keeps getting in the way. COVID was such a mess, wasn't it? Well, I mean, really, it took, nobody knew when it was going to end. And so my last album came out smack in the middle of it. Great timing, like, in 2020. But yes, there will definitely be one at some point. And, you know, I've got this new instrument somebody gave me. I'm mm -hmm. being a little bit untrue to the uke. And it's a tenor guitar. It's a guitar with four strings. Hmm. How is it different from how it sounds like a guitar, but just smaller? Or does it sound like a ukulele? Or It sounds exactly like a big guitar, because it is a big guitar, but with four properly spaced for uke player strings. And it's got wonderful sustain. You know, any uke player knows you have to keep going. Otherwise, there's radio silence. But you can just play one chord and just listen to it for a while and sing at least half of a song over it, really. I love it so much. You you can uke before you leap. That's terrible. I apologize for that. I've got a couple of good jokes for you, though, if you want them. Yes, please, please. And, and, and by the way, just so you know, joining us um, in, on that fourth screen is my cousin, Adam Glass. Welcome to you, Adam. We're talking with Sylvie Simmons, the musician, and also Becca Kidwell, the cabaret singer and songwriter. But Sylvie, tell us, please, some jokes. I am just now a famous joke teller this is my new role this is the, this is my favorite joke in the whole world right now who is the neatest and tidiest i'm trying not to say the word anal see on the radio who is the most ne neatest and tidiest of the rock bands the neatest and tidiest rock band wavy screen wavy screen too late i'm gonna tell you yeah ocdc Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. Let's have another. That was actually very good. Yeah, let me. Let, can we have another? Uh. Another one. Oh, I heard a Christmas one I like too. It was what do you say? What do you? Ouch! Sorry, it's hard to talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What What do you call a deer? Like a reindeer? What do you call a deer with no eyes? <laughs> <laughs> 
with no no eyes. You know, can't see. Has no eyes. No eyes. Um, uh, a a wren deer? No, I give up. What? No idea. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sylvie Simmons, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to want to buy her albums anyway. No, no. <laughs> I love jokes like that. I, I, there's a, well, yeah, what, what do you call, oh, how is it? Um, oh, wait a minute. What do you call um, someone from Mississippi with no eyes? Mississippi. Terrible. Um, Sylvie, it's, it is delightful. I'm not going to make you strain your voice anymore. I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to thank you so much for being in the neighborhood. I know you can't sing. Uh, I wish you could. I know we're being deprived. Your critics always say that. I think I can sing quite well. Now, you know why I do. <laughs> Men, huh? They're all the same. <laughs> so, so we help you get better with your tooth and your face and everything. And, and please come back in the neighborhood very soon. And then certainly next year as well. Get well um, and have a fantastic 2023. Please, please. And please. you too. And everybody else, thank you so much. I love being on your show. Thank next you. time, I'll sing. Got it. You, you get two songs next time to make up for this one. Happy New Year. I'll keep you to it. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, Adam, cousin Adam, how are you? Oh, wait, wait, Adam, uh, unmute, 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 please. Yeah, yeah, I need to, there you go, good. How are you? <laughs> it finally offered me the option. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm well, thank you, how are you? I am fine. Uh, everybody's been complaining that they've had miserable, miserable years. I've actually had a pretty good one for once. Uh, you know, I don't know if you know, my wife and I moved to Maryland. Um, we, we have I did not know. Congratulations. Yeah, Wonderful. And, and got ourselves a Subaru car and everything. I feel like I've grown up again. So my how goodness. are you, though? What's, what's going on in your life, man? Uh, it's been a bit of, well, I'm sorry. It's been a bit of a rough year. We lost a few people, as I'm sure you know. Uh, and, no, remind me. Who? I, I, I don't know. Who? Okay, so. Yeah, it would be my uh, family. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so Meryl's husband of 20. Four years passed away in February. That was Marty. Okay. Um, and Marilyn, uh, who? I mean, you know. my, oh, sorry, my mother. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a very close family friend. He might as well have been the fourth class brother. He passed away in uh, May. His name was Darren, and he died very suddenly. Um, that was pretty horrible. And there have been a few others, and then there were some hospitalizations and. It's been a bit of a rocky year, so you know. Were you hospitalized, or, or you're, are you kidding? I was, you have a daughter. No, okay? I, no, I, no, my daughter. Thank God, my daughter is okay, doing very well. No, I was hospitalized in November, and uh, that kind of sucked. And there, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, um, it was very unexpected. It was very, very bad. Hmm. They, uh, they made it all better, quote unquote, and. Uh, Thankfully, you know, here I am. So, yeah, no, no, yeah. I mean, I, you know, you don't, don't ever want to, to find a point on it, but you spend eight days in the hospital. Uh, it's a lot of time to spend and think. So, you know. Do you, well, you know, it's interesting. I mean, I, it's been, thank God, a few years since I've been in the hospital and it was only for a day or two with a hernia. So I mm. haven't had that kind of experience. Is it life changing? Is it 
Do, do, do things go through your head? Do you have regrets? Well, you, or is it just like, um, get me out of the hospital, let me start my life again? You, you know, um, for, for better or worse, I've, I've spent a lot of time at hospitals caring for other people. Hmm. And it's a very different perspective when you're caring for someone and working with doctors and nurses and even living there and living in rehab facilities, taking care of someone else versus when you're the person with the IVs in your arms and and then, 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 then. So uh, it's a very different perspective for me. Um, one I really prefer never to repeat. <laughs> you you <laughs> have to understand, but I, I've known Adam for so many years. He has never, ever been this serious. You know, I, I was counting for Joe. We, we still listen to Dr. Uh, Dr. 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 Demento, absolutely. And, uh, Dr. Demento, but also, what's his name? Um, uh, oh, uh, uh, it was Dr. Dirty. Uh, that was Dr. Dirty. Um, and I'm it's not remembering the parody guy. The, the, yes, of Weird course. Weird Al? No, 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 no. no. Al. This is this is this uh, is a, this is someone. If if Weird Al took a left, a really hard left, into <laughs> into foul mouth territory. <laughs> yes, exactly. Is I'm 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 uh, shame on me for forgetting. His name, but, but I'm just okay. saying that when you come on the show, or when I knew you, and you know, we knew each other as kids, essentially. Yeah. It was all, and suddenly to see you in this kind of like. John Balby. John Balby. John Balby. I don't know. Yes, and, John Balby. And, and God Thank bless you. your wife for remembering. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, hon. Um, um, let me. I got to bring in uh, one. I, I please break the mood, but Becca, no. I'm you go because I'm going to get some other people in the neighborhood. But Becca, okay. um, I hope that you're, you're, as I said, I really, really hope things go much better for you in the year ahead. Uh, even better. They, they went well this year. Yeah. 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 I mean, in fact, it'll be in 50 minutes. It'll be the next Steven. year. Be, oh, Stephen. Oh, Stephen. Stephen knew it. Yeah, wow. Knew it. I said thank you. Yeah, Stephen's coming on in a little bit, in like five more minutes. He knows so. who he John Balby. So, so Becca, moi, moi, my happiness to you. Were you going to sing anything or no? Or, or... Well, um, we didn't discuss. Um, uh, I can sing a little. Um, Why don't uh, I think uh, we need it? I'm going to let another person okay. in the neighborhood, but if you don't mind, if we can, you know, let's have some songstressing from okay. Becca Kidwell. By the way, when are you appearing next at like Don't Tell Mama or wherever? Where can people see you? Um, well, actually, right now, I'm just I have two storytelling gigs in Brooklyn coming up in January, and you can find that out on my website, which is um, Becca C. Kidwell, Be Becca B C A C Kidwell dot com. So, Becca, yes. give us a little song while I bring in um, you're a cabaret person. I'm sure you know named Ricky Ritzel. So, oh, yes. So serenading him and me and Adam. You just call out my name And you know wherever I am I'll come running to see you again Winter, spring, summer or fall All you've got to do is call And I'll be there, yes I will You've got a friend. We have a friend in Becca Kidwell. The only reason I'm stopping you is I know Facebook and YouTube are going to block this when ASCAP get, yeah. get, gets a hold of the lyrics on this. So I think it was less than 30 seconds there. Yeah. It was lovely. That it was, was lovely. Becca, and, that was lovely. You're lovely. Happy New Year to you. Mwah, thank mwah. you. Please hope, Adam, hope you have a better year. No, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Becca. See you soon.
bye-bye. And just have to get also um, our friend of the day. We're, we're running, of course, a little bit late. We're trying not to be too late. But welcome to Ricky Ritzel. And Adam, let me hear some more from you. So is there anything can, good can on that? Can Adam sing a song, too? I'd yeah. like to hear Adam sing. Adam's got a great deep voice. Adam, uh, any song you sing for us? Something uh, like no. by Dr. Dirty John Balby? <laughs> Come on, it's not the radio. We're not governed by the FCC here. You can say what you want. Um, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> this, is not that, this is not that day, Joshua. But uh, thank you. Um, I, if, I, if I'd come prepared, maybe. But no, not from memory. Right. Uh, so, it's been too many years from, since John Valby has crossed my mind. I know. We need that. In, in years like this, is when we oh, need yes. John Valby. We absolutely do. Uh, let me ask, Ricky, do you know who John Valby is? Uh, when we say Ricky, I'm talking, of course, to Ricky Ritzel. Are you not going to be on video, Ricky? I, how do I do that? I, you're, you're asking me? I don't know. It's, let's see. Um, when, when, you first logged in, when you first logged in, the first question it asked you is, did you want video on or off? If you no, it didn't ask it. me that. I was surprised. Wait, the host mm -hmm. asked me to start your video. Okay. And the second one. Oh, Hey. Hello to hey, Ricky Ritzel, who is a fixture in the cabaret circuit, um, absolutely in New York cabaret and music and performing. Uh, so good to see you. We were going to get you on a couple of uh, a few few weeks ago, and then literally like the day before, um, you were going to be on someone in your life passed. Was it was it Jay Rogers? I know we it lost. Was, him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was a friend of of the neighborhood too, so so we knew him very well how was how was your year overall ricky ritzel i'm um, progressive it was good um you know we're still trying to get out of that 2020 that never existed you know and um trying to take off more weight and walk more and you know i'm working steadily which is good you know yeah yeah so cabarets come back there are people who are out there drink you know having a drink Going with yeah, I mean, cabaret never, I mean, it's weird. The cabaret never really leaves. It goes through rough times and it rolls with the times that happen, like COVID. But right. we never stopped. You know, it was, it was the minute COVID hit, we decided you know, bars were open outside. Right. You know, uh, mama's never really closed. They had music on the inside that they piped outside even though nobody can sit inside. <laughs> well, no, all right, yeah. No, but uh, what was it? Uh, the, the one on 42nd did, uh, they were closed for a bit. I'm forgetting the name of it. The, Lord, Lord, um, the West Bank. Lord Beachman. The, the Beachman was, was, you know, closed for a bit. So let me ask you also, um, Ricky, what was like your favorite thing that happened this difficult year? Mm, uh, I would have to go month by month. Cause I, wow. I don't really remember, you know, um, a lot of good things. It was, um, I was still doing Ricky Ritzel's Broadway. And that was, my, yeah. yeah, that was every month. Um, I decided to stop doing monthly this year. And I'll do about three or four every year from now on. Is there a reason that you're going to do it less? You're feeling fine, aren't you? Or yeah, but I've, I've been doing it eight years. Okay. And I've I have a couple new things in the works. There's a new show I've been working on that'll open in March, hopefully. 
about Pittsburgh. There's okay. Of all, why Because <laughs> me and uh, the two other people in the show are from Pittsburgh. Ah, there had to be a good reason for that. Yeah. And uh, and there were so many performers, composers from Pittsburgh. I mean, Pittsburgh was a jazz center for a long time. Okay. Um, and, and it's a very unique city, the way they speak, they, the way we speak. Yeah, have you heard a Pittsburgh accent before? I probably have heard it, but I won't know it from other Pennsylvania. Is it? I'm going downtown. You going downtown? <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> I'm going downtown. You going downtown? And I'll say it again as a Pittsburghian. I'm going downtown. You going downtown? All right. And so they talk fast and, and illegibly. That's that's not. <laughs> yeah. Are you, do you have any songs about the Heinz factory or any ketchup songs? I hope so. <laughs> um, no, actually, there's no, no Heinz songs. We're, um, there's the Pittsburgh Steelers polka. Okay. Um, right. And of course, there's the big hits, which are. Um, Allegheny Moon, and there was a pawn shop on the corner in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, uh, uh, did you ever hear the Mickey Katz version, Schmittsburg, Pennsylvania? You have to put that one in there. You have to There's a Mick in a bathhouse in Schmittsburg, Pennsylvania. You, you've heard it. Perfect, yes. And we can't use it. <laughs> now, by the way, I, I'm Adam, uh, before I, I forget to, to thank you for coming on the show, uh, do you have any shout outs? Do you have any um, best wishes to family or friends for 2023 before we cycle you off? Being cycled off? Wow, that was it. Wow. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we have I'm, a I'm hurt. I'm wounded. I'm over it. Um, <laughs> just hoping that 2023 will be a bit kinder and gentler than 2022 was for lot of us and other than that be healthy and be well congratulations on moving to maryland i hope your mom as well and uh love to everybody well love to you too cousin adam uh do not be a stranger i was wondering why we stopped suddenly stopped hearing from you on saturday mornings because you used to kind of tune in and, yeah. in and then suddenly now i know but uh you look good you know you look better than good i hope you feel better than good and i hope you have a much better and healthier 2023 love to you and to, and thank to you buddy be well Bye-bye, man. Okay, Bye -bye. now, waiting patiently in the wings has been another musician, because Ricky Ritzel is, is a piano player and a singer, and with us, wishing us a very happy 2023, is, and this is, his, his nickname is not a misnomer, it's Steve the Whistler Herbst, an award-winning whistler. Hey, Steve, how are you? Hi, happy new year to uh, you and yours. Thank you, and to theirs as well. How was your 2022? Well, it, was, uh, it was interesting. Uh, Nobody yeah. had a good year except everybody has been miserable and complaining and death and decay. What, what is inter you know, interesting is code. Why was yours interesting? <laughs> but, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm here as a musician, but, you know, I have a day job, which uh, keeps me busy. Uh, I'm yeah. a psychotherapist. And um, can use one, yeah. And you know, and there are a lot of people that uh, you know they're dealing with a lot of stuff these days with the uh, you know COVID and all. Um, 
but um, I had some I had some uh, you know fun experiences uh, not terribly long ago. I uh, uh, sang at St. Patrick's Cathedral on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan. With, nice Jewish uh, boy singing at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Yeah, uh, also at the uh, Riverside Cathedral the week before. Um, you know, with the uh, University Glee Club of New York City, of which I'm a long-term member. Oh. And, um, you know, I don't know if I ever discussed this with you or not, but, you know, last year I was on To Tell the Truth in Hollywood. Oh, yeah, of course. We, we, we did the whole, um, uh, you, we showed clips and everything. We talked about it. Yeah, so so that was, but that was, that's a year ago. That's ancient history, my man. So get, <laughs> get your, your, um, your lips ready and stuff, because you are going to serenade us with the only song we're supposed to hear on this holiday, a little bit of whistled old Lang Syne. We can't use the Guy Lombardo for, for you know, because we'll get thrown off. But we've got some karaoke, kind of, and it should be more than okay, uh, with Steve the Whistler Herbst, as we also have Stephen Fish. Stephen Fish, you're in for a treat. We're going to hear. Can you read this? Old Lang, sorry? Can you read this? Um, Not well. Uh, I don't have my my whole screen on. What is it? You'll have to say it. What do, what does it say? It says, "I'm just here to whistle." Oh, <laughs> here a little whistle. Well, well. So so whenever you're ready, and and welcome by the way, Steve. Steve, we'll get you in a moment. We're we're running a little bit late as we always do, but I want to hear some Steve the Whistler Herbst. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Oh. The problem? I have original sound for musician, noise suppression. Try it now. Try it. Try again. It's not, mm, Steve, it, it, it's blanking me no matter what I do, because it'll block music for copyright things like um, if I turn one thing, but both of them, it's blocking the whistling. I cannot believe this. Well, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I'm whistling a cappella. Uh, yeah. No, it's, it's literally the physical act of, do you hear me if I do this? Yes. Okay, try it again. Try, try whistling. You guys not hearing it, right? Um, uh, Ricky, can you, can you whistle? <laughs> I can't do it for real. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't do fish. it. My, my, my old friend from uh, high school. I've known Stephen for that many years. Stephen, can you uh, can you try Mary's whistling? Talking about Michigan. Mary's talking about Michigan. Who, why? What is about Michigan? I don't And parks, the Norwegian parks. I don't know. I, I have no idea. Mary who? You're a big fan. Oh, oh okay. Um, but, but wait, Stephen, you're muted. So I, I don't hear, or I mean, you're, you're, I can hear you, but you're also, when you whistle, I can't hear you. This is nuts. Well, you know why, do you know why Santa likes to work in the garden? Why is that? He loves to ho, ho, ho. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but Stephen, I think you're muted completely. Where's your audio coming from? Yeah, Stephen, ask and invite him to. Hey, no, he, he's, it's his, it's his mic. He's on. He's not muted on oh, our side. So then tell him to leave and come back, Stephen. Yeah, Stephen, you might have to, to leave Zoom and log come out. in, but then connect audio. Hit the little earphones to connect audio. Yeah. 
Because Stephen, you're muted. Period. And if you've ever had a muted period, it's got a lot of blood, and you need extra pads. Stephen, can you wait? Is this... right. So I'll I'll leave in and uh, uh... wait. Wait, Stephen, I hear you now. Don't go away, Stephen. Is that you? I you haven't you been hearing me all along? No, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry, Steve the Whistler Herbst. Also in the room is my old friend from high school, Stephen Fish. So I have two Steves in the room. And you, Steve, I hear you talk, but I can't hear you whistle. Stephen Fish, I can't hear anything. <laughs> this, this is the Dave Scott by show. So that's, Stephen, that, 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 sound, that sounds fishy to me. Oh, would you believe we were in a band together called Stephen Fish and the Fabulous Fish Heads? I was actually a fish head in the band. Did you, did you take it to a whole new scale? Oh, no bones about it. Oh, no. Uh, as soon as the band got started, we were fin-ished. But no, 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 no. Let's not. Let's not. Uh, see, I got you hooked on all that. Stephen, say something. Stephen Fish. Stephen Fish. Stay, no, no, unmute. Unmute, Stephen. Because um, now you are. Say something, Stephen Fish. No, it's 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 on your end. Your, your mic is uh, Kaputsky, Kaputsky, Kaputsky. Um, when we lost Moisha. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I also have to let in to the neighborhood. Hold on. You know what? Um, let's see. Uh, Steve, I'm going to let you go because we can't hear your whistle. But do you have one more joke before we let you go? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Did you hear about the scarecrow who got promoted? The scarecrow who got promoted? What happened? He was outstanding in his field. Oh. We'll <laughs> be uh, Egan Crow for that one. Steve Herbst, um, I hope you have an even better or a better year than you had this year. I hope you're healthy and well. Love to you. Love to your, your fam. Thanks for being in this. I checked. You, you were on this program like on our 10th episode that we ever did. And so it's really amazing that you're still here. Still a great fan. I, I love your postings on my Facebook feed all the time. It's great to have you. I wish we could have you whistling. I don't know why Zoom doesn't like it, but uh, but there you go. Steve, way, do, you, do you know what political uh, figure is known for Christmas decorations? I give up. Merrick Garland. Oh. Kill me. Just kill me now. <laughs> one more, one more, one more, please, from Steve the Whistler Herbst. Okay, okay. Uh, do you know what a squirrel's favorite television uh, channel is? A squirrel's favorite television channel? What is it? Netflix. <laughs> I like that one. Steve, thank you so much. Happy, 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 most happy new year to you and, and get you back real soon. Okay. Hopefully That's next cool. time I'll be able to... To me, uh, do my whistling. I know. Oh, God. All right. Okay. Stephen Fish, can can we hear you? Um, Stephen Fish, I may let you go and have you come back so I can get some other people on who, who we can hear. Uh, it's good to see you. I hope you're well. I hope Susan is doing better. Nothing. Nothing, Stephen. It's not, it's not coming through. Dave, uh, I'm, I'm going to go. Oh, okay. Ricky, Ricky, it's great to see you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, well, when will I see you again? Well, um, we, we will be doing our Today Yesterday quiz on Saturday mornings. Would love to have you come back and play. Yeah. Um, I would love to do it. I would love to. Call me sometime. You got it. Only if he does whistling. Oh, yeah. Only if you can. 
I'll, I'll practice, but I can't guarantee anything. Well, you know, Ricky, anyone can whistle easy. Oh, thank you, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should get the Sondheim reference. Come on. Anyway. Um, oh, anybody. So thank you, Ricky. Thank you. Happy, happy, happy New Year. You too. and the family have a great, great, great New Year, okay? Thank you. Thank you so much, man. You too. Have Thanks a for having me on. We'll see you later. You betcha. Thanks, Ricky. Ricky Ritzel, everybody. Shalom. Shalom to you. Okay. Ah, um, and okay, Stephen, can, can Stephen Fish, can I hear you yet? Uh, St Stephen, log out. Oh, you're trying to get on your phone. Okay. Um, meanwhile, Moshe Denberg. Hello, my friend. Shalom to you. Hi. Happy, New, Happy Year. New Year to you, Dave. Uh, can you hear me well? You you sound fantastic. Can you try okay. something? What? Anything. Yeah, listen. I I basically I, I was waiting for you, and so I thought maybe something went wrong because I'm logging in on my on my wife's uh, uh, well account, and I thought maybe uh, that you might have seen Louise Arney there, and that you 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 rejected her because you, you didn't recognize the name. No, 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 but we've I just been running late, man. We just you know I, I've tried to no block problem. down to five minutes, and we just as a matter of fact, I'm already like five minutes late on. The person I'm legging in right now, his name David. is David. Oh, David Sheward. Yeah. yeah, of course. One of one of one of my competitors on the yesterday, today, and tomorrow quiz. That's well, not tomorrow, but yesterday, today. That's today, yesterday. Today. Oh, it's yesterday and today. Okay, David, oh. how are you doing, man? Good morning. Uh, good morning. Good evening. Good evening. Well, David. some places in the God. world, it's morning. In a moment, it'll be morning for you guys. Yes. I'm three hours behind you, of course. It's eight thirty so, here. So first of all, Moshe, Moshe, it's, it's it's great to see. Did you have a good year? I, I, I'm I'm sensing you had a pretty good. Year. I I had a good year. You know, overall, I'd say it was a good year. I mean, I I composed a bit, and that worked out. And um, I have no complaints, Dave. No complaints. Oh, everybody else was complaining, so it's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, now, sure, you had a real up and down year. You had is that so? Oh yes. my God. Yeah. Well, uh, on December 22nd, 2021, I was hit by a car. Oh my gosh. And had six broken ribs. Well, um, that's a problem. But I, I'm healed and I'm better now. <laughs> How long did it take you to uh, recover from that? Well, uh, well, let me see. I was in physical therapy for several months. Completely recovered. I mean, I'm, I mean, there's still an ache here, here and there. Uh, no, there's some things that we carry on, you know. Yeah, but with completely us. recovered. Uh, but but recovered. Uh, you know, I was. It was about uh, a month and a half before I went back to work. Mm -hmm. Wow. So and then I was still, you know, feeling feeling pain. But uh, are you doing it? Are you doing any physical culture of your own, like yoga or tai chi or anything like that? I'm trying to do some exercising, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what we say, we say in Hebrew, yes. which means a complete healing, a complete uh, medicine. Yes. Now, it's been a while since you've been on the, on the show, on the Today, Yesterday quiz. So yes. have you been writing more blogs about the Carol Barnett show? What have you, I mean? Uh, some. I've been, I, I've been, my, my job has been busy, so I haven't been able to. Um, but I have, uh, let me see, uh, I, and I haven't written as much, but I do have a, uh, I'm working on a, another Carol Burnett show uh, uh, reconstruction. 
which should be on my blog soon, maybe tomorrow. The David Desk, by the way. Is David, the David Desk. Yeah. And uh, I did, during the Christmas break, I was able to take in some theater and write some reviews. What was your favorite show of the last year, on or off Broadway? Well, let me see. Uh, what was my favorite show? I, I think I mean, Into the Woods. Is a, is a critic. Into the Woods, I think, the revival of Into the Woods. I really enjoyed it. The 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 one that was at Encores and now is uh, playing on Broadway. I, I'd say Into the Woods. Into the Woods was... was uh, do yeah. you have a favorite play? Uh, uh, let me see. Um, well, I just saw a play that's really, really excellent that may be up for um, awards in 2023 called uh, Downstate by Bruce Norris at Playwrights Horizons, which I just had a review of uh, published on Theater Life. Is that uh, the one about the, the sex offenders? Who are it's, all about, it's about a group home with four sex offenders and what happens to them uh, and what happens when one the, the the victims of one of them comes to try and get some closure and how it affects everybody in the house and and it's really it, it's really an excellent excellent production it's only playing till january 7th uh and i i i can't see it going it's not the kind of show that would do well that would it's not a tourist hit no and i don't think it would it would do i mean it's an excellent play and it'll probably win uh, oh. was it based was it based on a true story no it? it's fictional it's fictional okay but, uh, but it will it, it it might win bruce norris his second pulitzer he won a pulitzer for clybourne park um and i saw it uh just this thursday uh during the 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 christmas break uh and it's really an, i also saw death of a salesman i was there you were that, there i was there that night yes Oh my God! Lucky we me. We talked about this earlier in the show. Uh, what happened? Actually, you're in Canada, um, and and uh, Vicky, by the way. Hi, Vicky. Vicky is. Are you coming from Chicago tonight, Vicky? Un unmute yourself, dear. Unmute. Yeah, there you go. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Welcome, Vicky. Okay, Welcome, Vicky Quaddy. Yes, somebody. I'm actually at a party, and they let me use the spare bedroom to sit down uh. and uh, take this call. There's about fifty people out here. Oh, um, we, we won't keep you very long, but, but we want you to be, be part of this. But, but no, so some crazy person started talking during yeah, the show? Um, well, I, in the second act, uh, we're, we're sitting there, and then I, we hear this woman screaming, no, no, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. If I can't see the show, nobody else can. Yeah, put me out. No. Put me out. I dare you. Really? And what happened? They brought the lights up. She went down to the aisle and was addressing Wendell Pierce on the stage, who plays Willie Loman, and he was trying to reason with her. Evidently, during the first act, she had been, I, I don't know what happened, we don't know what happened. I don't know what happened that, to prompt this woman to lose her mind. She was triggered by something. I don't know, but evidently she was talking loudly during the first act. I was far away from her, so I didn't hear it. And she was making noise during the first act and some people complained and it looked as what? if she was leaving at the intermission. And then she started to come back in. The people said, no, you can't come in. You're, you're, you're making too much noise. You're disturbing people. And that's when she lost it. And then they had to call the police. The, the lights came, they stopped the show. No. They had to call the police. And they, and she, after much arguing, you know, she, she, they took her, you know, not in handcuffs or anything, but they led her away and she, we could still hear her screaming from the lobby, so I don't how know. Old was the, how old was this woman, uh, David? She looked uh, in her 40s. She looked 
you know, what, like, what do you, what do you well make dressed. of it? She's having a psychotic episode. Maybe she was well-dressed. She was in the mink. Uh, her husband was with her. She did not look like a cra- oh. she didn't look like a crazy person. So if somebody on stage had had a ruler, that would have <laughs> gone a very different way. And when I saw when I saw late night catechism, that's how they handled unruly audience members. That's right. Okay. I was that doing... Vicky is the crea- co-creator of late night catechism. For for those who don't know who Vicky Quaggy is. Um, you know, because we have people watching who may not watch the show. Sure. Or know. Sure. But Vicky and Mary Pat Donovan created Late Night Catechism. Uh, it's right. playing in Chicago along with, well, well we, just did the, we just finished the last Christmas bingo was last night. I did that show. And right in the middle of the show, right in the middle of the show, yeah. five drunken women in the second row shouted out, what parish were you born in? school. I thought, oh no, oh no. Well, it, so it obviously it triggered it triggered memories for them. I no answered, I answered them, and I thought, fine, you know, I'll try to deal with this. But they were really drunk. <laughs> oh well, drunkenness will never uh, help yeah. the rational yeah. debate. <laughs> you should have gone okay. the, the real Catholic as Cardinal Ratzenberger. Would, 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 would tell you, uh, you may rest in peace sexually, and that would have taken care of the whole thing. Oh, yeah, right. right. <laughs> anyway, oh, I've got to start cycling some people. So, Moisha, absolutely. Let me uh, thank you so much for being with us in the day. Any shout outs to anybody for a happy new year and stuff? Or, uh, Dave, I want to shout out to you. I want to thank you for including me in your life and in your Mishugas. I love it. I love the Mishugas. Rabbi Saul Solomon is, is, a, is an alter ego for you. And also, I can relate. I can relate. And Vicky, it was wonderful meeting you. And I, I, I want you to know that your book is, is in my queue for reading, okay? Excellent. What is the name Excellent. of the book, Vicky? What the, the name of that book? It's is called Close Encounters of a Chicago Kind. Close Encounters of the Chicago Club. And, and don't you have any nice words for David Sheward, uh, Moshe Denver? Yes, of course I do. David, you are one of the most intelligent people I've Thank ever you. competed against. Thank you. <laughs> How are you? Moshe, thank you very thank much. You so much. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happiness. Yeah, take care of everybody. Bye-bye. So, um, Vicky, I want to get to you because I, you're at a party and I want to let you go. So, no, no, that's so, fine. I'm behind closed doors. What are you looking forward to most in 2023? Oh, more people in the audience. I want people to continue to feel. We've had several shows that were sellouts, and that's good. And I've traveled a lot, and a lot of those audiences were pretty, pretty good size audiences. So I just want people to feel more comfortable, continue to get out, you know. Uh, And and a lot of people, um, I think, are are concerned about um, the cost COVID. of theater, but you don't oh. have to spend that much money. Yeah. Then COVID too, yes. But I've heard people say, you know, well, I, I, my budget is limited. Well, you know, there's a lot of good theater out there that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. So, you know, well, I, have people, yeah, you know yes. I, I tell them, do you watch, do you listen to Dave's Gone By? And it's like, oh, it's too expensive. I was like, it's, it's free. It's still too expensive. <laughs> yeah, that's just, I Vicky Quaggy, most, most happy and healthy and good new year with lots more theater for you. Thank you. Lots Thank you. More and I'm going to be in Maryland in uh, in February. Really? Okay. Yes, yeah, I'm doing a show in Maryland. Yeah. I'll send um, you the info. 
please, please, please. And we'll, I will. We'll see you in person. That'd be amazing. Uh, yeah, I'll work in some extra days. And, and by nunsforfun.com for all the things. Nuns for fun. Nuns, nuns, the number for fun.com. Nunsforfun.com. Thank you, Vicki. Happy New Year to you. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Thank you, David. Take okay. care. Now, Bye-bye. David, I'm going to keep you on for just a little bit longer. Okay. We're, we're, we've been running a little behind, as, as we okay. want to do. So what do you oh, – oh, and let me also introduce them. Uh, Debbie Peterson was just on our show a week ago. She is a former mayor of a small town in California. She's also oh. uh, a – has been a baker and a bagel maker. And oh. she is the author of <laughs> – remind us the name of the book, please, Debbie. It's The Happiest Corruption, Sleaze, Lies, and Suicide in a California Beach Town. Uh. And it's all about literally your your your. How long were you mayor? Like four years or something? Two years? Uh, I was mayor for two years. I was on the council for for seven years. Whoa. Okay. And and so you've written just what you slogged into when you got yeah, what I exactly what I crashed into unexpectedly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what was the best, uh, besides finishing your book? I'm sure that was the best thing that happened to you this year. But what was the best thing, uh, Debbie Peterson, that happened to you in 2022? Well, I'm going to tell you the best thing that's happened to the people of California this year right now is we are going to have 11 straight days of rain. And honestly, after probably 11 straight years of really serious drought, that is amazing good news. And you wouldn't believe it, but we're all thrilled, absolutely thrilled to be having rain. Yeah, absolutely. No, Mazel Tov. You know, these things, uh, that, that's the wonderful thing. Donald Trump is right. Global warming is wonderful because it makes, <laughs> it, makes it hotter and more moist. I don't, I don't even know what I'm saying. So, by the way, I want to welcome, uh, David, do you know this person? I'm wondering because he, I met this man at, and his wife at ATCA, oh. American Theater Critics Association. Oh, I don't know, 25, 30 years ago. Uh, he is all the way from Utah. Is Cheryl going to be joining you, David? Uh, Unfortunately not. Uh, she's not feeling well tonight. So oh, you're, right. you're going to have to, I, I get to uh, trash her and you get to trash her and I get to trash you, of course, which is usual. This is, this is what we do. This is a, David, His name is David Pace. Ah. Uh, and he is a critic from Utah. What, what, hon? My wife's in the other room laughing. The person in the room who's not named David is Debbie. Oh, that's true. <laughs> well, God, too, many, too many Daves, remember? Yeah. These are the Daves I know, I know. These are the Daves I know. So David, Schuer, uh, David Pace, sorry. Um, in your years as a theater critic, what was your favorite show that you ever saw? Oh, my gosh. Um <laughs> You know, I got to see the open, the first uh, first half of Angels in America in London, mm. and I got to review it actually for a paper here in in Utah. That was pretty thrilling. Um, but I have to say that you know some of the quieter shows that I got to see in tiny little venues here in in the Beehive State were uh, pretty special to me. Um, I noticed uh, a. a poster there, David, of uh, As Is. I remember seeing As yes. Is when it came out in the 80s, and uh, it was pretty pretty, uh, pretty heart-wrenching and also very controversial for Salt Lake City, which is very conservative, um, especially back in the 80s. But um, yeah, I would have to say that, and we have a great Shakespeare festival out here in Cedar City. Yeah. 
Yeah, we so, um, can I ask you, David, and, and we don't have to get into this, but I'm sure where you stand in terms of the the fold, because you wrote a book about your faith or, or getting out of your faith. And are you back in? Are you out? I mean, being a theater critic and all of that, where are you? I mean, living in Utah, <laughs> you know? Well, I enjoy drinking um, Mormon beer. I don't know if you guys know what that is. That's beer that you're... Uh, Mormon Bishop doesn't know about. So, um, no, I, uh, I, I, took, I exited the LDS church uh, formally in 1996 as a protest for reasons I won't get into. But uh, what, you know, I mentioned Angels of America. That was a really a formative uh, play for me because I think it resonated with me because of its, uh, you know, Tony Kushner's use of Mormon iconography and and Mormon characters. And um, it, it kind of helped me kind of graduate, if you will, to post-Mormonism. Um, I tend to have a Buddhist practice myself now, but I write exclusively about Mormon culture uh, in my fiction now, uh, and also some plays that I have written in the past. So I, I guess you would call me a hopelessly Mormon writer. Uh, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely on the out. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think, I'm always I mean, a hopeless writer, is it? Yeah, I don't even think my mother has even acknowledged the novel I wrote about my coming-of-age story. So. Hey, by the way, I, before I forget, Debbie Peterson, you had the book about the corruption, but you've also got another book coming out in a couple of months or weeks. Yeah, actually, I've got one that I'm going to launch in a week. And it's um, City Council 101 Insider's Guide for New Council Members. And it's everything that they don't tell you when you start. It's the playbook that no one ever gives you that doesn't really exist unless somebody, unless a mayor tells you all about it. Yeah. So Debbie, that one's coming out, launching next Sunday. Can I ask you, Debbie, what was your most memorable favorite New Year's Eve or New Year's Day? <laughs> It was in Scotland and it was back in the 80s. And I hate, I don't like New Year's Eve. It kind of depresses me. And uh, so I don't usually really, I usually go to bed after after it happens in New York and sometimes after it happens in New Zealand. I think that's already happened. I used to make up funny ones like make waves or uh, get down funky. So I think my favorite one was the year I decided I'd get down funky. And um, I haven't come up one, one, with one this year. I thought about it's a thing, but that's not really very funny. So if you guys can come up with one, Dave, I'd love to have you give me my New Year's resolution. Well, resolution. I was wondering, oh, the resolution. Well, what about, what about you, David Stewart? Um, do you have a most memorable uh, favorite New Year's? I'm guessing when I was in Puerto Vallarta on New Year's Eve mm. um, one year with my husband, Jerry, um, uh, we just went there for, uh, you know, a few days vacation and we were, we, we had a very, we had a wonderful time. There were fireworks and we got to celebrate it twice because there was a time difference uh, between Mexico. I think there was like an hour difference between the part of Mexico we were in and uh, yes. New York. So uh, we had, we ate a very nice restaurant. We, there was this promenade along the beach where you could see the fireworks. And I would say that was the most memorable New Year's Eve I've had. Let me ask you, how long have you guys been married? You and Jerry, how long have you We've been, been married? We've been married since 2012. We've been together for 30, since 1989. Oh. So 30 odd years, 33 years. 
we've been together and we've been legally married since 2012. Well, congratulations. Yeah, yeah Mazel Tov. Hold on, hold on. No, David Pace, you don't get to say, you're a Mormon, you don't get to use that. <laughs> Yeah. And I've been to Salt Lake City. I enjoyed it. It's an interesting city. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a lot of sunshine. Yeah. That's what I remember. And a great bookstore. Is that bookstore still there, David Pace? This enormous bookstore they had in Salt Lake. Uh, I think that they moved. Uh, I think it was Weller's bookstore and they moved uh, over to Trolley Square. But yeah, it's we, we have a strong independent bookstore culture here. Uh, King's English is probably also well known and in fact they they hosted me when i uh launched my book um but yeah it's a small it, it's a mid-sized city but um it certainly has changed here especially since the olympics 2002 so let me i, I need to start cycling some people so david Sheward, let me say welcome i hope you'll get to, to play some quizzes I know okay. another semester coming, but but we'll see. We'll see how things work out. Cool, cool. But I'm glad things have, have been going well. I'm glad you are. You haven't been hit by a car this December. So no, no, that's a good thing. Um, give my best and 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 thank you. Thank, thank you, you for being a friend, a friend of the neighborhood. Thank you so yeah. much. Talk nice to you. To see you Happy Dave. New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye. -bye. All right, we're gonna move. So, Debbie, are you are you in city government? Uh, not any longer. Um, I haven't been for three or four years now. I've been writing in, about it instead. Yeah, trying to convince other people that they should be, that they should be paying attention. And are, you're in California. What part? I'm in Grover Beach, California, right on Highway 1, which is closed now due to a rock slide. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, that happens have, every uh, year several times. I'll bet. I was going to say that we're we're pretty happy to be seeing some precipitation here in Salt Lake as well, as you can imagine. How is Cheryl yeah. doing, David? By the way, how, how is your wife, Cheryl? We haven't seen her in a million years. Yeah, I'm very sorry she's not here. Oh, uh, she's she's here. upstairs <laughs> nursing her asthma. She had an attack mm. this afternoon. So um, she's doing okay. She retired from framing, picture framing. In fact, the shop is still up here with all the corners. You can see some of that, but she's... Uh, she was a picture framer for many years and finally retired and closed up her shop. I think the pandemic kind of convinced her of that because it's uh Well, you know, picture framers have all kinds of hangups. So, um... <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, but anyway, she's doing well and uh, we're enjoying our, our grandkid. And uh, yeah, so things are good. We're not traveling much uh, for our, a lot of... The same reasons that most people are not, but um, which is ironic. Weren't you? A am I confusing you? Weren't you a flag attendant for a certain? Yeah, for 20, 20 years, over twenty years. Wow. So, so I, I people say, you know, are you still using your benefits now that you're retired? I'm like, no, I I do not want to get on an airplane ever again. So I do a lot of road trips. <laughs> go figure. Well. Dave, I'm going to let you go. Um, I, it, it is so great to see you. Give our love to you and to Cheryl. And yeah, absolutely. Much, much more in touch um, than, than we have. And it's so great to see you on the New Year's show. Yeah. Yeah. And give my best to Joyce. I will. I absolutely, absolutely will. Love to you guys. Happy, happy New Year.
Likewise, it's nice to meet you, uh, Debbie, and... Uh, and that's my friend from high school, Stephen Fish. Stephen Fish, say hi. hi. Wait, wait, unmute, and let's see if Stephen Fish can actually be heard. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah. I can. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Don't go away, Stephen. I'm going to let you go, David. Have a great one. Right. Happy New Year. Thanks. Thanks. Bye, David. Happy New Year, guys. And actually, okay. um, do you have any uh, just shout outs of Debbie? Because I'm going to let you go too. But any, sure. any Happy New Year wishes to anybody special or? Oh, Happy New Year to my whole family in Pismo Beach. They're all there. And I told them they better watch and write us some Happy New Year messages. So I uh, hope they're there saying Happy New Year on the on the Facebook streaming. So thank you, Dave. Happy New Year. Most happy. Thanks Bye. for joining us again. Bye-bye, Debbie. Thank you very, very much. Okay. Now we have Stephen Fish, my old friend and bandmate from high school. And also, this is this is kind of weirding me out. Uh, there's there's someone named Julianne in here who is, who might not be her. Who are you? Who's coming up next? Or maybe it's a, it's a, another account of somebody. Is it Eva? Does anybody? Well, Eva's in the waiting room, and okay. Eva's going to be coming on in a moment or two. But who is Julianne um, Sabula? She does not look familiar. Because <laughs> sometimes people are on different things, but she's not saying anything. Um, Let me see. Hello. Guest. And she's got her. You can write her. As a star video or something like that. You can write her. Because there's nobody that we're expecting, really. No. Who, and she's been waiting a while, but she's not saying anything. So how are you, Stephen Fish? I'm okay. Can you hear me? Yes, I hear you fine. I hear you great. I hear one. All right. What was the best thing that happened to you this year, Stephen Fish? Uh, I don't know. It was a rough. It's been a rough year. Uh, it's been a rough year. Quite a couple of good live shows, you know. But uh, that's about. That's really about it. Uh, and I got a, got a nice got a nice birthday present that I'm using right now. Uh, my my Kubi. Over there, it's it's. I don't know if you can see oh, yeah. it. It's a it's a, a QB. It's 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 a thing that you can uh, pedal on. Good for exercise. Oh, okay, yeah. good, 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 so good. It's a, yeah, that was a fun thing. Um, any, any major events? I can't really think of anything major that you know life changing. You know. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, wait, you have you? Did you go to some concerts that you? Really uh, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, which I think you need to ask about. Uh, yeah, I, I saw a couple of good shows. I saw Hot Tuna at, at Carnegie Hall, which was uh, probably back in March. So uh, uh, it was—I think it was supposed to be a show that was supposed to be in honor of Yorma Calkin's birthday, but it got pushed for COVID. And uh, so uh, that was that was that was a good show. Then I, I saw Elton John. Elton John was probably. Oh, well, you did get to see yeah. Elton John. Whoa, yeah. Yeah, at, at MetLife Stadium. He, you know, this is his farewell tour, and so that was that was a very big deal, and and uh, it was a very very good production. The whole the whole thing was great. Um, did all did all the well known songs that you that we all love, know and love. Uh, the band was really good. Uh, that was an amazing show. I saw Paul McCartney also at Met Oh my Life god! Stadium. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and and Ringo, I saw it also. This not not in the same concert. This was at the Beacon Theater. Uh, what else did I guess? Or uh, see uh, a couple of other shows. Uh, not not really that. Not really as many this year as, as, as you know you, as I usually do. <laughs> Are you planning? Is there any one concert that you're really looking forward to in the weeks ahead that you're already like jazzed for? 
Uh, you know, I haven't really looked at the schedule for what's coming up. But I'm sure there'll be something. <laughs> I'm cool. sure there'll be something that'll knock my socks. So I'll, I'll bet the Stones are probably going to tour around it this year. <laughs> it, it would make sense. It you know, yeah, coming... got, was, who's on the who's on drums now? Is it uh, who they get Lee? Uh, no, it's uh, Steve Jordan. Steve Jordan. Steve Jordan's right. a drummer, uh, and he's, he's he's a very good drummer. Matthew, uh, you played uh, with Keith Richards uh, at the show. Oh, oh, I forgot another one. I so said Love Rocks, Love Rocks, which which is a benefit to the, uh, the Beacon Theater that was in like March, uh, and Keith Richards and the expensive winos were there. Uh, oh, nice. so that was, uh, that, yeah. that was a, re- a reunion for them. <laughs> so that was that was good to, good to well, be Stephen, able to see. It's, it's it's wonderful to see you. I'm so sorry that you know. I know it's been a tough year. Um, with is, is she? Are you married to Susan, or is she just your uh, a, a girlfriend? You know, we're, we're girlfriend. Kind of like a wife. <laughs> you know, uh, we were just never officially tied in that but it's sort of so, you know sort of like that we are sort of like husband and wife maybe okay. in common law probably i, I wish know. her and you most good health in uh in the year ahead okay well, well, likewise to you and joyce thank you Steve. Uh, it's, it's it's great to see you i gotta let you go but but happy 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 2023 to you and uh, you you as well you as well be, be well good to see you Bye-bye, Steve. All right, bye. Um, and we have with us in the Daber. There we go. Welcome. I knew you would do it. I knew you would dress up. I knew you would give us a great background and a great thing to ring in because we're only three minutes away from and, the Yeah. I, I, I keep looking over here because I do have it on mute. I want to watch the ball drop. So I'm, we, that's why I'm uh, uh, we have a ball way. here. We are going to be dropping a lit orb, Eva Heinemann. We, we have we're actually going to have a bowl last year we we were cheap we just put some deodorant on a stick <laughs> and lowered that down we're doing it right this year we're actually going to lower a lit orb in only two minutes from now i really should start i, I need to keep my yeah it's i love looking at the people in times square it's crazy wow so i, I don't know did they estimate how many this year because the weather's um, Oh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I actually haven't been home. I, I went to the theater and then I went to um to Isa and Annette and and hung out with them for a little bit. So, okay. Let me ask you. Um, what did you see at the theater tonight? Oh God, I went to the theater for the city. I wanted to stay in the neighborhood. It looked in the things look so much better on paper than they do on stage. Well, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. And I well, love theater for the new city so much. I just wish they put on better plays. I want well, to like them them, so, desperately. Uh, you know, just, just you tell the people there. You know, tell who is, is the Crystal Fields is still. Yes, she's there? still there. You know, I even got Alfie working in the box. Nice. <laughs> now uh, I need your eyes. I need some pair of eyes on. Oh wait, 39, 38, 37. It's getting there. It's getting there. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the neighborhood New Year. Eastern time, we're getting ready for the giant, the, the <laughs> dropping of the orb. Here it comes, ladies and gentlemen. So I count not, yet, not yet. It's on 23, 22. I've got my my alcoholic eggnog ready. Okay, I've got my 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 head balls. We got me about 15 seconds now, right? 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 Well, right? 11, 10, 9, Five, 8, eight seven, 7, 6, 6 5, five, four, three, three, 
He's got the whole world round his head. He's got the whole wide world round his head. He's got the whole wide world round his head. He's got the whole world round his head. He's got the whole wide world round his head. He's got the whole wide world round his head. He's got the whole wide world round his head. Um, do, you want to, do you want to do a quick uh, whatever? Say hi. Uh, uh, Joyce stays off camera. That's her. That's her. <laughs> An old acquaintance be forgotten, never brought to mind. He's too high for me. Yes. Oh, yes, indeed. Happy New Year, everybody. It's 12.01 a.m. already. Eastern time, it is now 2023. Look what we get to do. We get to pull this down. Oh boy, what such an expensive set design we have here. <laughs> Look at this. Woo! That's Ooh. a big three. Right here. Ah, ta -da! So, Eva. Good to 2022. Uh, was it bad for you too? Every guest I've had, just about, just hold it by the string. You know, was was like, ugh, terrible year. People died. People got sick. People just wanted to see the end of this year. <laughs> was it like that for you too? Well, let me put it this way. This morning, if twenty, you know, last day of twenty twenty two, I'm going into the refrigerator to to get my breakfast. And I realize I'm stepping on something. So I'm like, what am I stepping on? It was a dead mouse. Thank you very much. A dead mouse or a dead uh, roach? A dead no, mouse. A oh. dead mouse. Oh. Oh. I was stepping on a dead mouse. So I got on a glue board to pick it up with, because I wasn't about to pick it up with my hands. And then, <laughs> so it's yeah. like, I'm like, well, this is a great way to end 2022, stepping on dead. At least it was dead, thank God. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Be, you'd be probably falling backward <laughs> and breaking a spine if you, you know, stepped on a leg. It's like, woo! So oh. I guess the poison is working. <laughs> Good. Have you ever had mice in the apartment before? Are you kidding? Um, I have tons of mice. I mean, the mice party in my place. I mean, I can hear them actually partying. They, my house is mouse central. Oh, my God. Because every once in a while, uh, like where I lived in New York with my mom, you know, they're occasionally, every few months, you get a mouse in the kitchen and you put a trap down and, and it, it's gross. You know, you don't want to deal with something like that. But, you know, they can outlive us. After the next Holocaust, you know, nuclear, you know, there'll be mice and roaches and, mm. you know. The occasional Eskimo, you know, because yeah. Now, if I was, oh, what's her name? Oh, in that movie, uh, Enchanted, I think it was called. Well, Amy Adams, where she gets to sing, and all the roaches and mice and pigeons come and clean the house up and make her dresses. Now, if they could do that for me, I wouldn't mind them so much. Yeah, or or even what was that? Um, what was that movie? Ratatouille. If they could work in the kitchen and and prepare your meals. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, if they were useful, that'd be one thing. But all they do is poop everywhere. <laughs> well, Joyce says that about me. So it's, it's kind of this. Uh, how's Alfie? Alfie is Eva's son, by the way. How's Alfie doing? What's what's he, he up to? He's going to be an electrician. Yeah, he's getting his license and all that. Um, well, no, we just finished the course with safety. Now he's got. It's like a, being a doctor. There's all these stages. Now he's got to become an electrical helper. Then he's got to become an apprentice. Then he can become an electrician and hopefully get in the union and make lots of money and support me in my old age. 
Well, what's the timeline for that? Like between becoming where he is now to being a licensed electrician, is that two years? Is it four or five years? It just, I have no clue. Got it. I just, 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 um, but yeah, but yeah. So Eva, yes, was your favorite and forgive me. It's been a long show already. If I already asked this, but your favorite show that you saw this whole past year on off, off, off Broadway, wherever, what was your, what show did you love? Only gold. That's an easy one. Only gold. I think yes. I asked you this like last time, probably we were on the air, but, um, remind me what that was. It was, uh, yeah, I remember, because Leslie Hopin and I were there, and I was shocked she didn't like it as much as, because I thought it was just so brilliant. I thought everyone should just be gaga about this thing. It was, it's the Andy Blankenbuehler one, so it's all dance, it's lots of dance oh, and choreography. Yeah. I love dance. I adore dance. So I just like, wow. Cool. It was, the, the choreography was just amazing. And I love fairy tales, and it had this great cast, and I just, I just found it lovely. What was your favorite Broadway? What Broadway show did you love most well, of all? I don't know about most of all, but I really like Leopold Stott, uh, and Juliet, and um, Some Like It Hot. Those were really good. Oh, cool, cool. Just, just, and so, yeah. I wish Dave Sheward was still here because we would get into such an argument about downstate. I was like, really, David? I had more respect for you than that. Well, 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 hold on. Is it because it was a bad play or you find the subject matter? Subject matter. Well, the subject sorry, matter was Eva. just repulsive. Oh. I'm sorry. You, you're making child molesters and incest sympathetic? I don't think so. Yeah, you would like it. Mark would like it. But this, you know, blech. All right. Well, but are you holding the subject against the play? I mean, it's kind of, do you hold, you know, murdering yes. people and putting them in pies is a disgusting idea. But, you know, Sweeney Todd is genius. Yeah, but that's not realistic. No one's really going to throw someone in a pie, so it's like a fairy tale. You know, it's it's just, you know, just a silly little fun thing. But there really are people that sleep with their kids and molest young boys that, you know, that are priests and teachers or whatever, and it's horrible. Of course it's freaking horrible, but but you you are they're denying making them They're making them sympathetic. And I'm, I mean, and the thing is, I don't like that. So I, I, I stay away from plays like that because I don't like the subject matter. I send Mark and people who love that sort of thing to it. You know, well, I'm if there's a show about Leopold and Loeb or if there's a show about, um, you know, any kind of, of evildoer, if you will. No, no, not evildoers, just people who molest children. I just, you know, that I, I cannot. It's like, I call them dead baby plays. I don't like anything that's bad against children. The problem with dead babies plays, uh, you know, is that you got the babies, they're on stage, they don't move. It's so boring. It's <laughs> a stage full of corpses. Like, yeah, okay, I'll watch for two minutes. Three, you know, it could be a Philip Glass opera. That's that I would get it. But that's anyway, true. Eva Heinemann, a very, very happy, happy new year to you. I'm so glad we were able to ring in 2023 with you. Best of health, best of good things to you in the year ahead. Lots of great theater as well. And of course, hope to get you back on the show playing the Today Yesterday quiz soon too. Oh yeah, I love doing it. It's so much fun. Yay. So happy, happy. Happy. See you soon, Eva Heinemann. Thanks so okay. much. And everybody watch um, high drama. I'm high sorry. drama, yes. Do the plug. Do the plug. Sorry, do the plug.
Oh yeah, hi Vama. You can watch. You can basically catch us on YouTube. It says it's Eva Heinemann. It's not the anime. It's Eva Heinemann. Hi drama. Find me and uh, and subscribe to my show and watch us. Oh, and we've got the Museum of Broadway people on it right, right now for the oh, next three shows because we we talked to them for thirty minutes and they were so interesting. And if you and when, next time you're in New York City, go to the Museum of Broadway. It is fantastic. It's so overwhelming. They have a whole setup for just a chorus line. This is an original chorus line hat I'm wearing. Wait a minute, wait a minute, you mean from- One singular sensation. That was from the original run of a chorus line on Broadway? Yep. It's autographed by Marvin Handler, Donna McKechnie, and Woody Schlepp, who actually, you know, designed it. I love chorus line. I Wow, wow, okay, wow. Treat that a little better than you're treating it, will you? Gloves when you're taking on and off your head, for God's sakes, oh my God. That's a hell of a thing. And you are a hell of a thing too, Eva. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Love thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You are, I was going to say you have been watching the Dave's Gone By uh, special, the New Year's special, but there's still more to watch. We've had so many cool people, fun people in the neighborhood. Um, you know, today we have pretty much everyone who said they were going to be on has been on, which is is, is wonderful. Um, let me check. Actually, we have some folks who were pre-recorded who couldn't be on with us live. That's fine. I mean, it, it made my life just a little bit easier this week in the planning. Uh, I was hoping to get them on in the middle of the show, um, so I would have a break here and there. But it, it worked out this way fine. So we still have some stuff. I'm going to share my screen uh, once more. To, hey, sweetie, well, I'm screen sharing at the moment. Let me, this is a happy new year too. No, I, I, I have to show something while I'm sharing the okay. screen. Um, so who's, who's who, uh, let's, let's do your mom first. Your we pre-recorded. Yeah. My mom, your mom, and then you have Wendy and Ozer. Right. And, and Bonnie and Esther. Oh, geez. Yeah. yeah. So we have, we, we, we're going to be here till 1230. That's for sure. So let's start. Um, in the order that I got them, that I was going to have them on. This is Rosemary Wilde. She is my mother-in-law. She is Joyce's mom. She's not on camera, but... She's su suegra. My mother-in-law. Mother yeah. So where is... Oh, she's W. Wilde. So let's open that up. Let's hope that opens properly. Here she is. Let me make it enlarged, as it were. That ball gets hot when you put on the lights. That's what she said. And here is me recorded uh, earlier in the week with my mom-in-law, <laughs> Rosemary Weil. Well, Happy New Year, everybody, and I am delighted to be here with my mother-in-law, Rosemary Weil. She's on the phone with us, 86 years old. In fact, she turned uh, 86 back in early December. Happy birthday to you. So um, you were saying that the year, the year has gone very, very fast. Yes, it has. I can't believe that we're going into 23 already. I, I just don't know where the months went by. They just went by so very fast. But it was basically a year. Yeah, but it was a pretty good year overall for you. You've been healthy pretty much, right? And, and things have been pretty good, yeah? Yeah, so far so good. I'm in good health for my age. Yes. I can get around and I can walk and I can talk and... and uh, it's, pretty, it's been a pretty good year. Well, thank goodness. Do, do you have any um, wishes 
for you know family or friends or just everybody for the new year? Yes, I wish everybody in my family and all my friends good health, happiness, peace, and love for all their all their uh, you know for them and their families <laughs> and their friends too. Yeah, you could also wish for Joyce and me to win Lotto. You know that'd be okay. Uh, yes, I do. I do. I hope you would win the lottery. That would be okay. That would. Be, I hope you guys do too. So, so best of luck and love to you and and your husband Larry, and um, you know all good things for 2023, which is up ahead of us. And and yeah, just great to get you on the show and wishing you a most most happy new year, Rosemary Wilde. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, David. Take care. You too. And thank you for interviewing me. Of course. I love you. I love you and take care. Have love. a good evening. You too. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. So that's the mom-in-law. That is Rosemary Wilde wishing us a very happy, wishing everyone a very happy. Let's hear from a woman of even fewer words, my own mother. Her name is Brenda Lefkowitz. And so, you know, she had a very tough 2021 when my dad passed, uh, but and then not so easy getting through 2022 either. But uh, she's doing okay. And she talks to us very briefly. Uh, and well, we recorded this again earlier today. Here's my mom. Here in the neighborhood on the New Year's show, it's the one, it's the only, I wouldn't be here without her. It's my mom, Brenda Lefkowitz, and as ever, she wants to just give a couple of words of, uh, of encouragement and happiness for the coming year. Mom, take it away. I just want to wish everybody a very happy and a healthy new year. Hopefully, the new year will be much better than the old one. True. As you would say, from your mouth to God's ears. But uh, Exactly. Well, love you, wishing you health and all good things, and and uh, hope to see you in the coming weeks. And thanks so much, of course, for well for being my mommy. Thank you for that. Oh, my pleasure. I love you. Love you too. Okay. Take care. That's it. That's it. And that's it. That was my mom, Brenda Lefkowitz. So we have some more pre-recorded stuff. Um, some some longer ones too coming up. But first, I've got my two aunts. And I want, I want to share some, some love from them as well. And by the way, love to all the people who have been posting on Facebook, our, our super fan, Mary, uh, who, who's, who's posts so much. I don't get to see that while I'm trying to, to do the show here. I don't have Facebook itself open. I'm dealing with Zoom and, and my notes and stuff. But, but it's so wonderful. Marie, 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 Michael, and Janelle. Marie, Michael, and Janelle, thank you so much for posting. Marie's from Antarctica. Yeah, Marie, Marie, yes, Marie, and and um, all these marvelous people and, and folks who didn't even post but have been watching. Most Happy New Year to you guys, too. Let's hear from some more family. This is my Aunt Bonnie Pinkow. She is my my late father's sister. Uh, love her a whole lot. And here she is just wishing everybody a happy. Here on the Dave's Gone By New Year's special, absolutely delighted to have in the neighborhood by phone all the way from New York, my wonderful and beloved Aunt Bonnie, Bonnie Pinkow. So, Bonnie, you sound great when I was talking to you just off uh, off the air. Um, do you have any great wishes or thoughts for 2023? 
I just want you to wish you and Joyce all the best. Have a wonderful, healthy, happy new year. And I'm so happy to hear about the new house. You should be very happy in it. Uh, one day, we'll take a ride down and even see it. But not for a while. Anyway, hope all is good. Best wishes in the new year. Love you. Okay. Love you to Aunt Bonnie, and thank you so much, and happy 2023 to you, and I was going to say your family, but my family as well. It's all one family. <laughs> Our family. Our family. Love you, Bonnie. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So a bit from my Aunt Bonnie Pinkow. That is the aunt on my dad's. You're hypnotizing me with the, that ball there. Ooh. ooh. I, oh, oh. Is my wife holding it? So you're, I'm getting bad. Yeah, no, because I'm gonna okay. I'm, I'm, uh, pull up. Um, what do you call it? Uh, more more video to oh this that was so pretty. Put it put it right against my face again. Look what look what happens there. Ooh, it's like Studio Fifty Four, or or yeah, maybe later you and me Studio Sixty Nine if you know what I'm saying. I think you don't. But anywho, <laughs> yeah, she's doing that intentionally because these are very sharp. Weirdly enough. Um, let's hear from my other aunt. This is my aunt on my mother's side. My, no, yes, my mother's sister. Sorry. Uh, it's been a long night already. It's Esther Brower. It's been quite an interesting year for Esther. She's going to be moving in and already has kind of been moving in with her kids, selling her house and all that stuff. So it's been pretty hectic and not always great, but she's alive. She's well, and she is my Aunt Esther. Here we are on the Dave's Gone By New Year's special with my Aunt Esther Brower, my beloved aunt, who you were going to tell me about like some of your favorite New Year's Eve memories. Like, like what was the most fun you used to do on New Year's Eve? Go to 42nd Street and watch the ball drop. So you were out there. You stayed until midnight. You would do that yeah. and watch it. Yeah. And it was, even though the weather was horrible, it was fun? It wasn't horrible. When I went, the weather wasn't horrible. It may have been cold, but it wasn't horrible. And you just kind of stood there and talked with the people around you and it was fun and that's why you did it? Yeah, well, I went with Sonny. Well, your your uh, ex-husband, your late husband, yeah. What? Your ex- Did I say that? Well, yeah, yeah. He's, he, you were divorced and, and he died. So he's both ex and late. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but this was even before we were married. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we went there and uh, one time we went, uh, I had a scarf on and a girl walked by and tried to grab the scarf. Uh, which almost choked me to death. And thank God Sonny was behind me and he stopped the girl from grabbing my uh, scarf. What, was she drunk or was she just trying to steal it or what was her deal? I think she was just joking around oh, oh. and just grabbed it because it was New Year's Eve and we were in the crowd walking. So did you ever do New Year's after that or was that, that your last? You said no more. That was my last. Yeah. Now you also mentioned um, that even before you married Sonny Brower all those years ago. You used to go to nightclubs with your previous boyfriend, yeah? Right, right. We went to the one that called it, it's not here anymore, Town and Country, I think it was called. Uh, ben, ben something or other, I can't remember his name, owned it. And uh, it was in Brooklyn, and uh, we had a good time there. Oh, cool. But now, you know, it's, it's much later years, and you'll just be home, and you've got a whole, you've got so much 
busy stuff going on because you're going to be moving. You're going to be moving in right. with your, your oh. children, with your daughter and her husband and, and their yes. two kids. It's just tough, huh? A little bit. Just getting everything done is just, it's, you know, it's like moving. You're getting everything together and it's just uh, unbelievable. Well, it's it's one of the same that it has to happen, you know, for, for various reasons. I know. I know, but you know, you don't realize all the stuff you have accumulated. Well, I know. I'm. I'm. I'm uh, what's the weirdest? What's the funniest, weirdest thing that you found in packing, repacking, you know, scouring, and so forth? No, nothing weird that I can think of. You know, just uh, stuff that I'm reminiscing about that I've kept. Cool, and you can still keep it. I mean, you you have room oh, yeah. oh, to keep yeah. all your stuff. Oh, That's yeah. great. So. Well, I wish you a very, uh, it's not, moving is never easy, but I wish you a very easy, good move and a very healthy and happy 2023. Do you want to send any shout outs and any, any love and good wishes to anybody for the new year? Oh, happy new year to my sister, to you, David, and your wife, Joyce, and to my children and uh, grandchildren and everybody else. I hope it's a better new year than this year. From your mouth, as they say, to God's ears. Esther, I love you. Um, hope you have a wonderful new year, and uh, I will talk to you soon. You too, and I love you, and Joyce, etc., etc. Take and, care. <laughs> you too, and so forth. <laughs> and so forth, etc. Okay, good. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. My Aunt Esther Brower on the Daverhood New Year special. It's about 20 minutes after 12. Are we done? Are we finished? Are we? So I'm going to give Joyce the option here. We want to talk a little bit because I have two more interviews to play and you're fading. So why don't I get you on the show? No, I'm, it's okay. You have nothing to No, come on. What was your favorite thing about, was it, there were a few good things that happened to us this year. What was your favorite thing that happened this year? I think gaining, res I feel respected by my coworkers. That's my, like in terms you know of my work stuff, that's the. I'm, I'm going to stop sharing so they can see, see a bigger me. It's lovely. I just, I'm really thankful that I'm respected and that's meaningful to me. Yeah, where, where you are teaching yeah, now, yeah, this yeah, is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's see, do we want to talk about the book that you probably will have published next year no i always write books That's, academics i mean it's not a big deal academics write books that's what we do bowlers bowl electricians fix the wires and academics write stuff that's what we do fair enough fair enough do you have any what was your let's see um do you have any resolutions for 2023 i saw i saw a thing that was saying don't pick a red do a resolution pick like a word like prosper or serve or think and then use that word instead of making a resolution use that word as a stimulant you know hmm. like a stimulus to do other things yeah i, 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 I usually use a dildo as a, as a stimulus but then... <laughs> just tease him just tease him you know joy this is going to be let's see um nine seven one two three this is gonna be a big year for us really? come march <laughs> No, seriously, yeah. we're, it'll be our 25th wedding anniversary. Yay. We were married in March of 98, weren't we? What are we going to get? I don't know. What are you going to get? We're going to be teaching. We're going to be able to go anywhere, or maybe we could. Maybe we'll go to Virginia. For for our wedding anniversary? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I can I can de-virginize you again. Oh, because it's Virginia. 
And Virginia is for lovers. No? I know. I'm tired, too. I think you've been up too late, Poopy. Oh, way too late. But I've still got more show to do. So if you want to, I, I understand if you want to sack out, because I've probably got another uh, 20 minutes of material before we can we can call it a night. Who are the 20 minutes? Ozer and who? Uh, and, and Fred and Wendy. So between that and ending the show, yeah, we'll be here probably another, until probably quarter to one. Eastern time. It might be New Year's in Dubai. That's what's the next state? Maine, maybe the far tip of Maine. No, it would actually be, no, sorry, I'm going the wrong direction. We just hit New York, New York. One o'clock, it'll be. Yeah, we'll be hitting Central Time at 1 a.m. But I, I don't intend to go to, well, who knows? We'll see. Bada boom, bada boom. I also never got to check. There was one person I was expecting to hear from and never quite um, did. Who? Uh, well, I'm um, not going to say it because it's, it's uh, uh, Oh, I, I know who. I know who. Yeah. yeah. It rhymes with Neff. Yeah, it is correct. So, meanwhile, let me play Aww. another, um, some, some friends that we got to talk to again today. They, they were... Um, on the show quite frequently when Joyce and I were living in Greeley, Colorado. Why does Ozer call you Helen? It's, it's, um, it's an in-joke. We, we'll be hearing oh, from him in a little Lord. bit, too. But before then, uh, Fred Cleaver and Wendy Hybe, uh, we knew I knew them from a writer's group. Joyce knew them from a library at the university where we used to teach. Great couple um, and, and really good friends, and they're, they're wonderful to talk to. They played the quiz a couple of times. Well, we wanted to connect with them again. So, yes, they are on our New Year's program, the Neighborhood in the Year, our 875th edition that you have been watching. So don't go away. We still have a bit more fun for you. Here are, let me share the screen again and share that and bring up Fred Cleaver and Wendy Hybe all the way from Greeley, Colorado. Here on the Dave's Gone By New Year's special, and delighted to be back with old friends. I know they were new friends just a few years ago, and now we feel like they're great old friends of ours from Colorado. They are Fred Cleaver and Wendy Hybe. How long have you guys been married, by the way? Since 1996. Yes. Well, Joyce and I met. So okay. you've been married okay. years longer than, than and, and we we were married in '98. So congratulations, yay! You're living out in really Colorado still. Both retired, I do believe, right? Yeah. So how was your year? How was your 2022? Well, the highlight was going to uh, David Burns Theater of the Mind. Yes, he brought it to Denver. Well, it's yeah. only been in Denver. That was the world premiere. So. So what was it like? I, I didn't see it. And I, I, I saw Byrne do his Broadway thing, but that was more of a concert. What was the thing with the mind thing? Well, it kind of continued that concert, though, I felt. Because in our concert, anyway, at Red Rocks um, of American, American what Utopia, it? American Utopia, um, he had a brain on stage. He had a brain on he's like talking. He had a song about the brain. Oh, okay. So this, this theater of the mind continued that, and he explored how the mind works and how your mind is not always accurate in its receptions. And yes. Same to say. It was more, it was very interactive. Yes. Told through autobiographical vignettes. Oh. So did the audience go completely mental? They had groups of 16 and they take you through. You have a guide 
We have a guy, there, they have a number of actors who play David. And David takes you through, and David is played by various actors, you know, various genders and colors. And, and so, well, our David was a young woman, and she was so engaged, and she was great. So, purple hair. Wait, wait, Red Rocks is a giant. Um, this isn't at Red Rocks. This is actually in an industrial place. But oh, the, okay. Yeah, it was sponsored by the DCPA, but it was not yeah. in not in a regular theater. Well, cool. Well, it sounds it sounds great. I'm sure they're going to bring it, or you know, going to try and bring it to New York or Brooklyn Academy of Music or somewhere. So that's right. That sounds like a wonderful night out for sure. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, we got to we got to. Um, he assigned well. They assigned roles to, to you in the audience, so we all we all played a part. Oh, so what were your parts? Who were you guys? You were Nikosan. Nico, yeah, Nico. Nico Nikosan. We were two characters who had actually hitchhiked through up to Scotland with David. <laughs> and then he was out of money, so we had to leave him there, working a horrible job, and while well, we went off and had fun, yeah. So, see, we were attending his funeral. That's the whole, that's whole a, setup. That's a, yeah, that's the premise. We're at his funeral. And yeah, he's going back to his life. Yeah. Whoa. It was very emotional. It was very intense. It was oh, very it sounds more like fun than, wow, it sounds really good. Actually. It was it very was, yeah. yeah. I, it was a very powerful experience. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, and otherwise, 2022 has been, I hope, a pretty good year. Uh, overall, for you guys, you know, there's there's health stuff, and, and but but otherwise, you know, what's life like in Greeley? I mean, you, I haven't been to Greeley now in like three, four years. What's new? Any restaurants open, close? Any venues, arts things? Let's see. Our favorite restaurant closed, which was the Gourmet Grub. Oh wow! Okay. And the one we liked, Pellegrini's, finally reopened after the fire. Yeah, a little different, but cool. I like Pellegrini's a lot. That was that was a, yeah. a nice Italian place in uh, in Greeley. Yeah, so they changed it so you order your food ahead, like at a counter, and then you sit down and they bring it to you. A little bit yeah. different. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it's not quite. Yeah, yeah, it's a little less fancy than it was, but all right. Is but is the the Italian guy? All the women loved him. He was like, is he still the owner? Oh yeah, he still is. He still is. He's going around talking to everybody at the table. And what else? What else? Just tell me a little bit more about Greeley, Colorado, before I go. Let you go and bring in some more guests. But any um, any other new stuff? We were excited. We finally elected a progressive politician to Congress. Hello. It's okay. a brand new district, and they actually elected someone good instead of the horrible it was <laughs> oil shield that was probably won. Yeah. Somebody's kind of upset Lauren Bobert, you know, or, or whatever her name is. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. So, and give our love, by the way, unfortunately, as, as you mentioned off air, Don Pearl uh, can't be with us because he's going to a party tonight, and that, that takes precedence over us. But give Don and all the folks, we were in, um, Wendy and I were in a writer's group together, and I really haven't been in touch with a lot of those folks. But if you are, please give them, you yeah. know, my best. We're actually going to the same party, but. We decided oh, to be here with you in advance. So, <laughs> well, wish everybody well, and then and then pull Don Pearl aside and say, "Hey, you could have taken five minutes." Oh, you know, I'll tell him. I'll tell him. I'll tell yeah, him. We'll I'm, I'm out. Yeah. Tell him in both Hebrew and Spanish, and he'll get it. Oh, yeah, wow. oh yeah. I'll try. <laughs> so you guys look fabulous. You sound great. It's great 
to see what would you have any res, do you do resolutions are you resolving anything for 2023 no no, no resolution to clean the garage oh that, well that's all no. that's perennial. That, that's an every year that's a perennial yeah and actually um your wife will have to help with that too so oh, yeah, well of course <laughs> we have our stuff there and we appreciate that by the way um but i hope you do clean your garage magnificently and even perhaps if you have an attic clean that too in 2023 and, and like that. <laughs> yeah. there you go um health and all good things it's so wonderful to see fred cleaver wendy hybe back in the neighborhood let's get you on playing the quiz also uh sometime you know soon this year as well okay it's gone by uh a pleasure guys great to have you as friends and we'll see you again soon thank you happy Good new year to see you too bye-bye bye fred and wendy there old-time friends now it's, it's it's true like you know it seems like they're relatively recent but we've known them now like a decade and it's it's great to have them in our lives and great to have them on the program i'm dave lefkowitz you're watching the neighborhood new year as we've moved from 2022 into 2023 it is january 1st now of the new year and so Usually my show is a little weirder and more comic and, and offbeat, but we, we try to keep it for the new year just like, you know, it's funny. I try and keep it like gentle, light, amusingly, but professionally funny. And meanwhile, I've got everybody coming on and, and saying what a miserable year they've had. And people died and they were in hospitals and this. So, <laughs> and then somebody stepped on a dead man. I mean, it's just like one after another after another. It's like a litany of it's really it's close like a festivus it's the litany of complaints this year but now we get truly weird now you know it's it's after 12 30 in the morning eastern time we're supposed to be off the air already but of course things run late as they tend to in the neighborhood and we've got one last guest to get to and enjoy with us on this new year and he is my oldest friend in the world i've known him uh i would say almost my whole forever but that's not quite true we met in elementary school and well our conversations tend to just go they go wherever they happen to go and he's got a goofy sense of humor and i've got a goofy sense of humor and sometimes they intersect and sometimes we don't know what each other's talking about but it's always fun so ladies and gentlemen please please welcome to the neighborhood my oldest friend uh, let, me, let me just make sure I get here. Where is he? Here he is. His name is Ozer Teitelbaum. He's been a patent engineer. He's been an attorney, a lawyer. I'm not even sure what he does for work. I don't know where he lives. He's he's Mr. Secret Agent Man. He's Ozer Teitelbaum. Well, on this special New Year's edition of Dave's Gone By, leading out of 2022 into 2023, I am thrilled and delighted to be talking to, quite literally, my oldest friend in the world, a man that I've known since elementary school, and our lives have taken all sorts of twists and turns since then, and we're, we both come out really twisted. His name is Ozer, and Ozer is with us in the neighborhood, at least audio uh, wise he's, he's not doing the video but you can see his is very handsome um not profile but it has handsome head-on features right in front of you albeit in a tiny black and white way which which really suits him i think ozer how are you fine how are you doing helen how am i doing what 
How you doing, Helen? Hallam. Hallam. What's Hallam? Helen. Helen? I can't. I missed this already. What? Isn't this Helen? No. Helen. Who's talking? I don't. Oh, I see. We're, oh, we're doing comedy. No, leave the comedy to me, Ozer. Uh, no. I leave the comedy to you, and everybody will hang up the phone. So, you know, I think a little humidor, little, you know, break from monotony would be a good thing. Yeah, especially when I do a, a Dave's Gone By episode. But it's great to hear your it voice. It goes by. It's, it goes by, and people just immediately just hang up the phone. That's <laughs> true. My, my uh, arbitrary. I think you should change your name to Helen. If you change your name to Helen, people will be interested, since that's a very uh, interesting topic. They and also, this this show goes um, to Helen back. So, so there you go. Yes, that's uh, actually. If you heard me the first time, that's why I said it. But eh. well, I, I missed it. So, Ozer, what was the the best thing that happened to you in twenty twenty two? Don't know. I haven't thought about it. Okay. Uh, you had three hundred and sixty-four and a half days to think about. All right, so so, but I hope it was a was it a, a decent year? Was it a better year than the past couple? Uh, it was okay. It was an okay year. Uh, not not uh, not bad. Not great. It was okay. You know, all right. I'm hopeful that twenty twenty three will be better. All of us are, in fact. So, do you have any uh, plans? Are you going to travel? Are you going to do anything fun or interesting? Uh, that you perceive over the next year or so? Uh, I do plan to travel, and I do plan to do some things, including maybe cutting my first album, finally. Uh, so hopefully we'll do that in 2023. Um, that's that's the major exciting events to which I'm uh, willing to announce on this uh, very, very well-traveled and attract uh, Channel uh, Helen's uh, Dave Gone By or something. Uh, like Helen's Dave. So remind me, you're a guitar. You could play the guitar. You're also a songwriter. Yeah. Uh, piano, guitar, and uh, other various instruments. Yes. Now, by the way, I I want you to know I've got when you're ready to record, I've got my tambourine, and I've even got what do I have? I've got bell. Wow. Huh? huh? Bell. Yeah. Wow. And tambourine, Mr. Tambourine meet, meets Tinkerbell. Wow, that's a that that could be a good name for a, like a band. Now, Ozer, we both went to the same elementary school. Do you remember no. these? Oh, can you? Can uh, I don't think you can see me. Um, uh, no, but I'm holding up a wooden recorder flute. Do you remember having to take recorder in in Bialik school? I remember having to take the. I remember people playing it. Yes, I do, of course, absolutely. Why? Why is this of any particular interest to anybody listening to your show? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to get on your record. I, I want to. Uh, oh, so this is like an audition. Oh, yes. Okay. I'm a session ah. musician. On, on yes. your. <laughs> well, you know, I I think that you know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hear you play the bell. That's really what I want to hear. No? Huh? That bell. Let me hear you play the bell. I'm not, I'm waiting for the bell. <laughs> Very funny. Thank you, Ozer. Wait, is it not coming through? Are you not hearing? I'm not hearing any bell. No. 
Oh, maybe it's blocking out the, uh, oh, it's got the musician thing off. That's right. Hold on. I got to change that. Ah. Now you'll do it. Listen, listen. Wow. I, that's so awesome. I, you know what? I think that by itself is the only instrument for a song I have. <laughs> Look, you didn't, then you didn't hear me play my flute. Uh, in fact, I think that the, 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 the track is just going to be you. You know, you'll be playing the bell, you'll right. be playing the flute, and you play a tambourine. We can, we can, you know, work on a little bit of the creativity so it doesn't sound so jagged and disparate, and it doesn't annoy the people's ears. But yeah, let's do that. Let's add a track. I can play the skin flute, but that's very different to. Uh, ah. Yes. So, yes. Ask you, such vulgarity. Such vulgarity. Now, Oster, I don't know if you. I think you do know, but I don't know if you know that my wife and I moved. To Maryland, back uh, in the since you told me this a while ago, no, I, I don't know. Okay, well, but what's the house in the state, no less? Hmm? Well, you've been living still in New York. You're a Manhattanite. What's New York? Been? No, I don't. I, I don't. I don't live in New York. I live somewhere else. Okay, I thought you had moved back to New York. You think a lot of things, my friend. I do. But since it's many years, and even though you're in your infancy and you have thousands of years ahead of you, uh, let's just say I'm older than you in some ways, and no, this is not correct. I do not live in New York. Wow, because last time we met, we went for a burger at like... Um, how, how many How many years ago was that? It's got to be about five years or so. Honestly, it has okay. to be, yeah, five years or so. Long time. Lots mm -hmm. of things change. Look, I mean, you know, uh, you know, it's a new year. It's a new number. Big excitement. 2023. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exciting yeah. stuff. Well, well, give me off the air your 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 new. Yeah. Is it, are you incarcerated at the moment? I won't, I won't be shocked. But. I I am in lockdown someplace that's not to be disclosed. I, I, I think you asked me this perhaps uh, the past three or four years, and ooh. to which I gave you the nondescript answer. Uh, so I, I am not in a place that can be disclosed publicly. Notice, notice when I talk to my oldest friend in the world, he can't tell me, <laughs> he can't tell me anything about his past year, where he lives, uh, you know, what, what he's hoping to do, any particular place he's going to, and and, and yet we are the only, this is the oldest friend I have. <laughs> he's a cipher. Yes, that that's uh, perfectly re a perfect recap of this uh, uh, eventful interview. Uh, uh, I I have been better years past. Sorry, I'm not. At my A game, but uh, yes, I think the very de detailed description of my own being is pretty consistent year over year. <laughs> Probably. Can I ask you? Um, I do want to say um, I know your your mom and dad passed a, a long while ago, but you have a, a sister. How she's doing? Uh, well, it wasn't that long. It was six, seven years. Uh, I guess it depends on how how many you know you count. Uh, I I have a sister. Yes. And she's well, and et cetera, and so forth. What is your question again? Oh, for crying out loud. I'm just asking, how's the family? If you're going to cry out loud, please do so. Because I, I, I would rather have the audience entertained by you crying out loud you would. than you uh, just asking serial questions. Uh, oh. Ah, oh, that's close. A little bit more dra drama. I know oh, I'm, I'm one-man shows. So come on, put a little bit more emotion into it. 
Like, Come on, show me your chops. You can't even see me. How are you going to see me? You're not physically even looking at me. How, how can you I know, show you my fortunately, chops? Uh, fortunately, I, I don't need to see at my ears are highly tuned engines that determine how sincere you are when you are crying out loud. That's very poor. <laughs> I've seen you do a one-man show, and there was nothing poor about that. It was it was completely over the top. Yes. This is not so over the top. No, certainly not. All right, I will ask you one more question, Ozer. And I'll, you better answer this one. We actually answer this one. What is the name, what is the title of the most recent song you've written and what's it about uh the, the title is four and it's a memorial for my godson's death uh when he passed on new year's day uh two years ago ah was kind of hoping to end on an up note there but, but well you are the master of <laughs> asking the wrong question to the right person so maybe give it another shot go with another totally different question. go far young man go west young man all right let me ask you another one. <laughs> all right. what is your happiest memory of growing up in brooklyn ocean parkway area new york well i didn't grow up in ocean park area but my happiest memory was leaving. That was my happiest memory. To leave. <laughs> you know, it's going to be my happiest memory to, to leave this conversation. But it's good. Then we, we can revisit in 363 days and see how my answers have changed. We should oh. compare. We have a chart. the answer. <laughs> oh, but last year I answered everything. You did. And the year right. before. Yeah. The, the, the consistency of my, my answers are pretty, pretty uh, linear. Well, no, last year I asked you about, like, your memory of me, and you told about the, um... Memory of you? Uh, band Ellen? Of, uh, what? You, you remember when we were doing sketches together, and I... I yes. ...was being crossed... See, those are questions that, that were uh, very historical in nature, so right. those are easier to answer. Uh, relativism of the happiest moment, that's, you know, that's too bourgeois. <laughs> Well, bourgeois, I stand to be insulted and I pay for the privilege. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been... You can, sit, you can sit and be insulted. I don't really care what your physical position is. Then this, we have been talking with my old oldest friend, maybe not friend for that much longer, but my friend Ozer from... Friend? Years Ellen? <laughs> years and years ago. First of all, it you know, all joking aside, it's great to hear from you. Uh, yeah. It's good it's that you're having a good year. Uh, that you're you're fine, that you're busy, uh, and that you're making great plans for the year ahead. And it's a delight to have you back in the neighborhood on Dave's Gone By. So, Ozer, just uh, do you want to wish people uh, happy, happy for 2023? I wish you and your family a great, fantastic, healthy, safe 2023. Uh, you, and may everything happen the way you wish it to be. Couldn't ask for better. Thank you so much, Oz. And we'll see All right. you. Be well. You too, man. Bye-bye. Just when we thought there weren't going to be um, any more guests on the show, we do have one or two more. Look, we have Axelagel. He's, he's doing very, very well. He had a pretty good year. He joined our, our family. 
uh, got them from the local university bookstore. And you see, see he's, he's, he's got a little bit of alopecia here that we're dealing with. We're gonna, gonna figure out how to solve some of that, maybe do a comb over or something. We also have Lighty, who is, you know, you don't really wanna to touch him because he's, he's rather prickly, but he's, ah, 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 yeah. <sighs> it's, it's almost as big as my left testicle, amazingly enough, it, it really is. So, ah, oh, that actually hurts. <laughs> Those are spiky and pointy. My first injury of the new year, and it's only an hour old. There we go. That's better. That's better. Okay. Actually, I wonder if I could pop some pimples on my head. That would yeah. be. Is there anything there? There's this one. This one's kind of greasy. Okay. Yeah. Do, do some Doctor Pimple pop. Do that pimple on my neck thing. See if see if this will pop it. Something like. Where is that thing? Well, we can do this off the air, actually, but yeah, I'll hold this. I've also got axolotl in my hand. Yeah. Oh, no, he's happy this way. Hello, axolotl. And we really had only a very, very small cameo appearance by the one, the only, the beautiful potato, who is the mascot, of course, for this program, which is Dave's Gone By. And you have been watching the Dave's Gone By annual, it really is, New Year's special, Daverhood New Year. Got a lot of thank yous. Got um, a couple of shout outs to want to say hi to some people who could not make it on the show today, like Mary Shen Barnage. Uh, you know, every, everybody was complaining about ailments and illnesses. She had it as rough as anybody. She had a very, very tough health year and, and still not really well enough to come on the show. But uh, she's getting better. And probably by February, March, she'll be resuming on some level her life, her old life out in Chicago, and going to see some theater again and coming back on the show. So we love you, Mary, and we miss you and, um, and wish you well. And some other folks who just couldn't make it for uh, whatever reason, you know, parties and, and busyness and travel, people like Sean Altman and Jamie Bernard and Jason Graff, who sent us some, some lovely messages. Um, Seth Beeson Hirsch had a show he was dealing with, and Christine Lavin, she, by the way, ca uh, catch her, she will be tomorrow night. They're having <clears throat> the Greenwich Village Folk Festival, New Year's Day, and they're paying an 85th birthday tribute to the great Tom Paxton. And Tom Paxton, you know, it's one of the honors and proud things that I've had, Tom Paxton twice on this program. And I actually went to see him in Denver a few years ago when he was performing and we were still living in Colorado. So he is still alive and well and making music. He's got a very good album out with um, two other folk singers that he's been collaborating with. Anyway, they'll be there as part of this concert in the village. And, and it's just like half the cast are people, are folk singers who've been on this program. Among them, uh, Judy Collins, I think she's going to be on video. And uh, um, Pete Mora Kennedy, they're going to be at this do. Janice Ian is going to be there. Some are going to be on video. Most are going to be live, but it's all going to be, um, and Christine Lavin. You can see them on the interwebs. I think it starts 7 o'clock tomorrow Eastern from the village, an 85th anniversary tribute or birthday tribute to Tom Paxton. So, uh, you know, love to all of them. Want to give out some love to Don Pearl. Uh, he, he was over at that party and, and couldn't make it. And Richard Shore had a gig tonight, the wonderful Richard Shore, oh, who accompanied Rabbi Saul with his shows. Yeah, yeah, no, he's, you know, New Year's the whole weekend. It's, it's Yeah, a lot, a lot of piano, a lot of music, yeah. yeah. Gig yeah. times for him. So big, big, big shout out to him. And to all of you for, for 
watching and for your comments and for your thumbs up and for your for your following the show on Facebook all year long and also on davesgoneby.com where we keep the archives archive.org where we also keep the archives same stuff it's just a different website castbox.fm for our um for our audio only podcast of the show you want to come on and show your little little happy things now you look so cute come on come on just here's 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 my wife joyce with with her her special googly googly ears she's so cute hey hey happy almost 25th anniversary dear in just a few more amazing wow you better start saving up money for my present Mm. (laughs) maybe your present is we can do a a special show for our actors. No, no. <laughs> no, no. Maybe well, let's end this show. We've got we've got some thank yous to do. Absolutely. So thank you, thank you so much to Rabbi Saul Solomon for his rabbinical reflection that basically started the show off. All of Rabbi Saul's reflections and the the show that we were talking about that he did off off Broadway. All of this and more is at his website shalomdamit.com. Shalom d a m i t. Shalom Dammit. Dot com. You can read and see his mini sermons. You can watch his stage show, the 10 episodes of his hilarious TV show, shalomdammit.com. Thank you, Rabbi Saul Solomon, founder and spiritual leader of Temple Sons of Bitches. Also, thank you so much to Leslie Hoban Blake and to Charlie Gross. Watch them both on the show, too, on the aisle. You can either see it on Manhattan Neighborhood Network or watch the episodes and clips of the episodes on YouTube. Thank you to Iris Dorbian. Read her business writing in places like Forbes. So yes, thank you, Iris. And thank you to Ronald Rand. Subscribe to his newspaper, Soul of the American Actor, and buy his book, Solo Transformations on Stage. Ronald Rand, such a wonderful and delightful presence and friend of the neighborhood. Gotta give a thank you to my mother-in-law, for uh, giving us a quick shout out, Rosemary Weil, to my mom, Brenda Lefkowitz, love you and love to all of the family. Thank you to John Peelmeyer. So yeah, maybe next year or the year after, we will be seeing a John Peelmeyer show back on Broadway, be it his adaptation of The Exorcist or, oh, I'm sorry, I've forgotten the other thing that um, he was working on that looks like it might, or or a revival perhaps of Agnes of God, his signature play, if you will. So it's so great to have John Peelmeyer with us again in the neighborhood. Thank you to Robert Biagas, who's got his ghost story book and then upcoming his book about Broadway and theater audiences. Whoa, he's such a marvelous public speaker, a really, really good writer too, and uh, so good to have Robert Biagas in the neighborhood. Becca Kidwell had a tough, tough year. I hope she's having a much better year coming up, but go see her when she is performing in cabarets in New York and get her singles and get her recorded music to BeccaCKidwell.com. Sylvie Simmons, uh, so great. You know, she was under the weather and still came on the program. It was lovely to talk to her. I love her accent. Just, just love listening to her. She had but, some dental surgery. Yeah, but she's a sweetie and get her music. It's very, very good. And go read her book about Leonard Cohen and go find her articles where she has injured. You, you think I've had some famous people that I've interviewed on this show. She has just run the gamut. Of, think of a rock star 
she's interviewed him or her. It's Sylvie Simmons. Uh, thank you to my cousin Adam Glass. He's had oh a terrible year. What did he have a hernia? I couldn't no, understand. Uh, he, I, he didn't say, oh. but I'm guessing it's not a good not a good thing. Mm -hmm. But he seems to be okay. He looked great. I mean, he looked yeah. really good. He looked himself. Yeah, because he was in the hospital. He lost forty pounds. No, no, but yeah. like he was wearing his normal outfit. Like his normal. He looked like himself. Yeah. He also had glasses. It made him look very distinguished. So he's worn them before, like that. Yeah. And and by the way, a big shout out and thank you to Ricky Ritzel. By all means, mm -hmm. K.O., he's doing fewer shows. He's got a lot of R's. Ronald, R Ricky. Ronald, Rick, Ricky, and, and um, who else? And, uh, well, and Rosemary. We got Rosemary yes. in there. But Ricky Ritzel. So uh, follow him in Manhattan, whether he's at Don't Tell Mama or one of the other clubs. So yay for Ricky Ritzel. What a great personality. Steve, the Whistler Herbst. We were not able, thank you, Zoom, thank you, Facebook, to hear him whistle, which is what he does. This, this is, you know, there's always going to be something going wrong on a show that otherwise went amazingly right. It was right. not meant to be. It was, you know. Yeah. So I, I wonder if you can hear me if I do that. Okay, David, it's 2014. It's <laughs> 2024. That, that could have just been blanked out. They probably were um, hearing silence when I was doing that. But which is, I, which is I best don't, for you? I have it on in the other room. You want me to go check? Um, no, because you have to roll back and, and it, it's okay. Well, I'll, I'll do hear it, it again. Tomorrow. I'll go check. See, see if, I was, if you heard old Lang no, no, Syne. You go, you go do it now. Wait, tell, tell me if you're... All right, hold on. I will. I will. I should start to hear myself feeding back. So you got the, tell me when you got the sound up. Are we good? Because I'm going to start the whistling. Can I do it? Oh, there's no sound at all? Okay, you ready? You ready to hear me? Oh, there, I hear myself now. Here comes the echo. I hear me. I hear the whistling, and I ain't just whistling Dixie. I'm whistling Old Lang Syne for the end of the year. So I don't know what the heck was going on. I, I feel bad for Steve, because this is what he does. But he told some funny jokes. So yay to Steve the Whistler Herbst. And uh, hopefully we'll get him on and figure out how to get his music on. We'll have to pay him more this year. <laughs> uh, well, he's like a fish. He only works for scale. Ah, Stephen Fish. My friend from high school, again, another person with a tough year, but made it through, yeah. saw and some good music. On. He had some trouble, but he did it. He did it. He did, yeah. He did so it. yay to Stephen. And he knew the answers to the questions you asked about Dr. Pimento. He responded. And, and John Valby, he knew. Yeah, he, Which, I don't know. Who knew? Well, we grew up on Long Island. I guess that was a, it was a thing. Stephen uh, is very kind. I like him. He's a wonderful person. He laughed person. when I sat next to him during your reading. He laughed with me. We had a good laugh during your yeah, he's, he's a good guy with a great sense of humor, quite honestly. Another good guy with a great sense of humor, Moshe Denberg. Yeah. Yay, all the way from Canada, tuning in, being with us. Um, we didn't really push his music, and I, I apologize for that. But um, he, he puts out klezmer music and, and sort of um, new world music. Check him out. It's Moshe Denberg. to see David Pace. We haven't seen him Denberg. in so long. Yeah. He looks the same. David Pace, and we uh, we didn't get to see Cheryl. Well, no, he, he's like me. He's lost uh, he's lost some stuff on the top there. Is he writing another book? Uh, I don't. He said he's been writing plays. He's been writing a lot of prose and uh, stories and stuff like that. So yay. Is he in, in, uh, remaining in Utah? 
Oh yeah, oh yeah, they're, they're, they're Utahans. Utahans. So yay, it's so good to see David Pace again. It's been, he was on our show well over a decade, probably 15 yeah, years ago. Well, Cheryl was the photographer. She would come around with us and she was, was helping put CQ, yes. Critics Quarterly was the, the journal, yes. the magazine we put out. And Carol Douglas on yeah. the group. I've tried getting in touch with Carol. I, I don't know where or how well she is. She, just not really reachable. But anyway, um, who else? Who else? David Sheward. So good to see him back in the day. I'm finishing up. Yeah, I'm finishing up. David Sheward. In, in the neighborhood. Craziness in the new year. Read his blog, The David Desk. It was lovely to see him. It was he good. And crazy. also, um, he, he writes for culturaldaily.com and, wow, theaterlife.com. He writes for so many things. Yeah. Just Google him. Definitely Google him. David Sheward. And he looked great. So, so good to they see him wonderful. in the neighborhood again. So nice to see him again. Vicky Quaggy, our beloved Vicky Quaggy, all the way from Chicago, taking time out of a party. I want her necklace. She better give me that necklace. It was beautiful. Yeah. She was dressed pretty strange. Just for the nines. Nunsforfun.com. Nuns She's that, having a lot of drunk people at her shows lately. It's the holidays. She had the drunk girls and she had the drunk boys. Yeah. It's, I mean, this is what happens. They come, they're, they're, they think the show is about them, and they get a couple in them of the communion wine. And this is how they behave. This is how they behave on Broadway now. <laughs> you know, I'm not missing anything by, by not uh, seeing these things happening in New York or elsewhere. I could be disrupting. I'll disrupt you. Honey. There you go. Uh, um, also, <clears throat> excuse me, a shout out to Debbie Peterson, a recent friend of the neighborhood. She's written a book about corruption when she was a mayor. She's also got a book coming out about um, if you want to get involved on the local level in politics and get onto a city council, how do you See, do Don it? See, should have been there. He would have dug it with her. Oh, Debbie, that would have been, been a great combo. Yeah. Yes. She was very political. Or Wendy, friendy too. Yeah. So it's Debbie Peterson, P-E-T-E-R-S-O-N. Look for both of her books. And, and what a delightful personality. Thank you. I think her. the other person who got on the, on the, uh, on the uh, face, um, Zoom mm -hmm. was trying to listen to David talk. Because they were from Utah, they were from right? Utah, yeah. So I think they thought like you listen to the show on through. Zoom they gave her the link yeah. to listen. That's not what That's we do. That's what it happened. Yeah. It happened before with press agents too. We yeah. that. Um, my aunt Bonnie Pinkow, happiness and health. She's planning on a, a really cool cruise. First one in a couple of years or in, in the months ahead. So I hope it goes great. Uh, Esther Brower. I certainly hope she has a better year. Yeah coming up where she's all settled in to her new digs with a family. Love you, Auntie Essie. Uh, Eva Heinemann, what a wonder, I mean, talk about great old friends with delightful well, personalities. The day has to get better when you wake up and you step on a dead mouse. I mean, I think, Yeah, right. you know. But you know what, that was last year. Oh, that's true. The dead mouse was, two, that, that was so 2022. That was not 2023. For our beloved Eva Heinemann, who, by the way, hosts a show called High Drama that you can watch on, well, there's I, Facebook and I, YouTube. You should read all yeah. the stuff I wrote. I loved her hat. I thought that was freaking awesome, that top hat. I couldn't oh, find she, a picture of it quick Well, enough. she explained that hat. Did yeah. you listen? Did you hear that? Tell me. I couldn't hear. That, that hat, uh, this is not a joke. That was a hat from the original production of A Chorus Line on Broadway. Whoa. Signed by Marvin Hamish. How did she get it? 
how do she probably got it at one of the Broadway flea markets or wow. whatever she got, she got. So yeah, she's got some good memorabilia. Eva Heineman. Also, uh, Fred Cleaver and Wendy Hybe. Thank you so much to them coming all the way from Greeley, Colorado to wish us well. And to my old friend Ozer Teitelbaum for capping the show as our final guest. And then our last thank yous are to you, my listening fans. Please write to me, Dave's Gone By at AOL.com. Dave's Gone By at AOL.com. By the way, we're four minutes late, but happy um, Central Time. New Year to all of you folks, I guess, out in Kansas and Ohio and environs. Yeah. Um, and thank you to, to my darling and amazing and wonderful and supportive wife, Joyce, who was, who was yeah, literally only, falling on her face as she... You only got angry at me once or twice during your only show. Once or twice. Back. <laughs> yeah, only once or twice. It's like, <laughs> yeah. like David, it's one o'clock. Yes, I'm trying to finish the show, but I've got to say nice things about all the people who are on the program and thank them, including thanking you so much, my darling, for, for putting up with me and for helping me do this nonsense. I so, wanted to plug in and swing the ball, but I put, you want me to swing the ball at the end? You can swing some. <laughs> well, uh, swing, you can swing the potato. That's, that's much more here. So, ladies and gentlemen. Do you want to make an appearance in the Grand Kanish? Yeah, I think that's the best way yeah. to end it. So, to, to finish this 875th edition of <laughs> the Dave's Gone By, Facebook, your podcast, your program, your of the stream. The neighborhood New Year. It is one hour into the New Year. We are closing the show, but of course we have to have a visit from His Royal Highness, <laughs> the Grand Kanish. Look at the sneakers; they're so cute. Grand, yeah. yeah. Show them the shiny part yet. Do you have any any wise words for? Well, okay, okay. he's taking off his clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, you know, what happens in, in Maryland stays in Maryland. Do you, do you have any? Um, Resolutions or any any best wishes to people, Grand Kanish? Enjoy your ketchup. Ooh. Savor it. You never know when the highest plant, God forbid, should close down. Mm. When the, the Sir Kensington plant, God forbid, goes on strike. Enjoy your ketchup. Mm. Now. Right, hold on here. Let's give him a once. Oh, he, he's got a little special ceremonial hat. <laughs> That's actually pretty wonderful. I can hold it on him like this. No, no, it fits him. <laughs> oh, my God. Where's his glasses? Oh, I, I put those. Oh, well, he, he can put on my reading glasses. No, the, the... no I put them in, in a drawer already. Oh. I, I didn't, um, but let's see. Let, let's make him very uh, learned and scholarly. Ow. And Ow. No, David, no, 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 no. My eyes. My many, many eyes. There we go. Oh, look at him. The, the wise old Grand Kanish himself. Thank you, Grand Kingish, for making for for gracing my us. Pleasure. My agent will send you the bill. It's been tough on potatoes since we moved from Colorado because we don't get to do Potato Day anymore. What? But when you're a potato, every day is Potato Day, and may every day be Potato Day for you in 2023. If you had a bad year, let's let's all hope this is going to be a good one. If you had a good year, let it be even better. Of course. If you have a good year, you must be tired. <laughs> Rubber? I never touched her. <laughs> oh, wheel, oh, wheelie and scene. And, oh, I might as well. I gotta play our, our regular. Um, let's see what's our, our theme. Gotta play our theme, which is There Goes the Neighborhood by Dave J.
Dave's gone by. Happy New Year. Dave's gone by. And gone by, everybody.